Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is Brian here with Kyle, Luke, and Jimmy. We are back with our Binge With Us Rooks and Vets series. For those of you who followed us for Spartacus Season 1, Blood and Sand, then you know the drill. For new listeners, the way this format works is that two of our hosts who have seen a show before, our vets, will be joined on a panel with two hosts who have not seen the show before, our rooks, and re- uh, react in real time as we binge together. On today's podcast episode, we'll be covering episodes three and four of the Spartacus prequel season, Gods of the Arena. And boys, we just keep on chugging along here with the bangers. My <laughs> God, our characters are growing right in front of our eyes. I love the drama, the the political intrigue. It's just it's just going right into the episodes three and four. The sex. The sex. The sex. Oh, Again, the sex. no Paul, no sex play-by-play here. Yeah, no, these two episodes were obviously going to be the middle kind of transitional episodes that take us from the you know the all of the beginning like new season new characters and new plots and all that point to now we got to kind of set up the seeds that are going to be the last climax of the episode five and six which are just i cannot wait to get to them Mm. but these two alone you know like they didn't miss they're great they're great a lot of questions were answered you know i was i was pumped watching these i was just gonna say consider those seeds planted maybe set up a killer episode five and six Mm -hmm. i've been waiting for you guys to meet the namesake of this name which did you say the episode name pater 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 familius Familius, yeah. yeah meaning just the male head of the family that's what that means in english so i've been waiting for this character to get introduced because i was just like we talked about um what are we gonna call him i've been i've been calling him uh papa b you could just call him dominus Titus, Papa B. syllables anytime when you say body we got to be thinking about our main man yeah so just know, yeah okay. well at that point we're yeah, yeah. titus or papa what, b. I'm 16 papa episodes b. Yeah, into body being body but yeah like this character he had like even name drops in season one blood and sand the first season and like you know he's been being talked about in the first couple episodes like i've just been He's such a, I hate him, but he's such an interesting dynamic and like he changes the whole feel of the show when he's yeah. on, you know. Him and Body Odyssey's interactions are far and away my favorite part of these two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because as a rook, I actually never expected to have him. I just thought he was going to be the side character. Like he was just going to be off being sick the whole thing. And this is just us seeing Body Odyssey starting from the ground and, and moving up. They got know, you. He got me. I had to figure in episode one, they, they were really emphasizing the fact that his father was still a major player in the Ludus. So I figured we were going to finally get to meet, uh, you know, Titus Batiatis, the current Dominus of House Batiatis. It's, it's a crazy dynamic because we're so used to our Batiatis. I can't even call him like Quentus Batiatis because he's just Batiatis in yep. my eyes. Yep. And now there's two Batiatis Sai. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, are we good to get right into We're it? Good. Episode three, let's get it. Uh, entitled Potter Familius, like we just touched upon, and it will start in the Ludus. Uh, it is Quentus Batiatis. Are we just going to call him Batiatis? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Batiatis addressing the gladiators from his balcony he is telling them the news that Gannicus will be representing house body in the primus of the opening games of the new arena and that animaeus has now been dubbed the new doctore same as the old doctore baby oh he's our doctore man it's so weird seeing like the origins of him first like taking step onto the sand is not a gladiator and actually like a leader and it's just it's so awkward it's so yeah, weird how yeah. far he comes yeah. into like you know in in season one when he's just like leading the intro sessions and he's whipping that whip yeah Yeah. Yeah. so unsure i was gonna say he doesn't even know how to use it yet yeah it's hilarious our boy doctora he's back baby i think we also get a little shot of like you could see gannicus is very mentally 
distant yep. from the repercussions of him and Melita's mm-hmm. interaction. So that's obviously going to play a huge part of these next two episodes as well. Yeah, you can tell that when you know this is being announced that he's the you know he's the champion. He's going to be in a primus. You know, you would think our boy Gannicus would be you know jumping for joy, working the crowd, and he's kind of just looking down. He's a little all out of it, and then at the very end, he puts his arm up, but you can tell his heart's not in it. Well, the next scene that we get, I don't think we get too much more there is Doc, well, Doctore, Gannicus, and Melita having an interaction wherein they take the words of Fadiatis to heart and they are clearly going through with not making Doctore privy to the fact that they fucked. Mm. So we kind of have this weird interaction where Melita and Gannicus are being awkward around him. Animaeus is none the wiser about it. So this 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 triangle that we had that was like such a tight knit friendship has just been screwed. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just they're so uncomfortable around each other, and it was tough. That was the bromance and the romance all in one, and now it's whoa. It's a little early to say it was the bromance. Yeah, we'll see. But I mean, I felt the tension in these two episodes. Episode four didn't help either. Yeah. <laughs> Episode four did not help, but we'll get to that. We will get to that. Um, and in the exact opposite way, the trio of Badiatis, Lucretia, and Gaia are now just orgy part two. I'm, oh, always, yeah. I'm always down for a good guy. Yeah, Lucretia they're, they're running on premium fuel over <laughs> they're, there. They're all happy. This is the best day of their lives. They're celebrating right now. I think they're, I, think they're just, I mean, these you know. the scene is just hilarious. Like the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. I mean, are we gonna get? Is that where we're at next? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. that's what happens. Yeah, where, right where are the I mean, the part where the where she's pouring the wine and he just goes right for the nip. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. Baller move. That that man. That's not his first time around the city. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. But that's what. That's like the best like scene transition. They like to flip the camera on its side and mm. then like we we go into the wall. And then now we're above those three yeah. in the room, and it's just Batiatis like screaming to the heavens, like at last the gods remove cock from fucking ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Classic, good. Uh, and he goes right in to like have a threesome with two yep. beautiful women. Yeah. So man. good. <laughs> I just loved seeing my man Batiatis have his moment in the sunshine. Like finally, like gods removed cock from fucking ass. <laughs> He's been through the ringer. He said it right. And uh, he this deserves like us. amazing, just like pure happiness just gets cut right in the yeah. middle of the Papa B makes his inter- is makes his first appearance on screen. So awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine not, yeah. that not ever happening. happening to me. Lucretia right away like tries to say, Oh, hello, Dad. Like <laughs> yeah. I love that she calls him dad and just like not the time of the place. It's just ugh. Yeah, Awful. I think I think like you know he just kind of rightfully explodes. He doesn't know what's going on. He's hearing all this stuff, um, and he pulls body out of society, right? And we get that conversation. Yeah, they, we learn yeah. a little bit here. Before we move on, Paul, if you're listening, I hope we covered the sex scene adequately to your liking. <laughs> Moving on to Badiatis and Titus's discussion. Yeah, so he essentially just brings you know lays it all out on the table body artist like we just said he has his swagger he's feeling good and titus just reminds him of all the shady dealings and people that he had to step on to get to this point that Mm -hmm. is you know uh dreams are finally coming true dreams not dreams but you know what i mean right right yeah and then this is where we see our first slight i guess where he tells body artist that salonius is the one that that told him about you know how he was working or he was clashing with Tullius and having issues with Tullius. And uh, I always forget the, the uh, younger. Vettius. Vettius. I always yeah. want to say Ventilus. Yeah, <laughs> Good Salonius snitching. Good Salonius snitching. So, well, you guys asked, but I don't know. where that's Is that enough yet? We'll see. So, <laughs> yeah, I was reading the scene because you know it does blow up eventually. And 
it doesn't seem like Badiatis has completely turned against Salonius yet. No, no, no definitely He just pushes no. it aside. He said, you know, uh, uh, Titus said, count good Salonius among the men that like will keep me informed in Capua. And he said, Salonius is seized by unnecessary worry. Me and uh, Tullius just had a minor agreement. So he's not throwing Salonius under the bus yet, but the seeds are being planted. You yeah. know, yeah. we see where this collision course is going. And, uh, Papa Badiatis, what are we call him again? Papa, Papa B. B. So Papa B knows. I mean, he's obviously very familiar with Badiatis' shit. So Badiatis says that quote, and he's obviously not believing that. I mean, well, he says right to his face that nothing with a man like Tullius is minor. It and it's just like, ooh, he's yeah, an OG. He, he knows. He honestly had no idea what was going on. Maybe he just doesn't respect Gannicus' skills at all, which he probably has never seen Gannicus fight before. I think he but, said something in this scene like Gannicus is a fool. Because yeah. the last he saw him yeah. was probably when he was an up-and-comer at the Ludus and yeah, he, was probably just all swagger with nothing to back it up. Yeah. Right, he calls him a joke. Like, yes. to us, after the first two episodes, we're like, whoa. Yeah, back yeah, off. He definitely doesn't know what he so is So I now. guess it makes sense, but he, Papa B really gives off the impression that he's like, you definitely should have sold Gannicus to Tullius. Yeah. And that right away, I hope, made you guys automatically just not like him because I'm out. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Badiatis is Badiatis, but anyone opposing Badiatis, for the most part, I'm against. <laughs> Unless it's like later with Sp- the Spartacus thing. Honestly, you can't hate Badiatis, only I can yeah, hate Yeah, only Badiatis. we can hate him, yeah. Honestly, I'm just... I, Titus is a fucking boomer, dude. He's just an old head stuck in his ways. Yep. And I think Lucretia says exactly that. He's a fucking boomer. No, I'm kidding. She says he's stuck <laughs> in his ways. He's an old head. Um, I didn't know they had that yeah, term you know? back then. And they're just going to clash because that's not who Badiatis is. He grabs life by the balls and just like rides it to the top. Yep. And if he's not doing that, he's not living. Exactly. Yeah. And he even says about his son, he's like, even when you were a kid, your eyes have always been towards the horizon. Like having ambitions, a bad thing. Yeah, like, right. What the hell is this? And that's, I really like that quote in this scene because this is our first real interaction that we get to see of things we've heard about in the first season and this season of the big difference between Badiatis and his dad. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Salonius says it in, like, the first episode, I believe, like, oh, this is not your father would do business. Like, we should ask your father, all this stuff. And Badiatis is like, ah, like, fuck my dad. Like, we got this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Tullius alludes to it, too, and I think it's the – what is it, episode two? Uh, it might be episode one. But, I mean, we find out later when we get to that part that Tullius just – like stepping all over the freaking dad, you know, mm-hmm. Papa B. So he sees that Body Odyssey isn't like that. And he's like, oh, man, you're not like your father. Yeah, but, yeah. in a, you know, he wants to be able to step all over him. He so. doesn't. And the father doesn't even care at all that uh, Quintus, our main Body Odyssey, got the Primus. From right. Paris. Yeah. Like he's just like, just he cares more about the means to the end, which obviously Body Odyssey has the exact polar opposite. Yeah. But, you know. That's just how you know. Like, you also we're not, see... We're not going to like this guy. You kind of get a little feel of where Badiatis gets uh, that little quick-tongued wit from, though, because they have a really yeah. nice back and forth oh, yeah. with like, how they For speak. Sure. He's, uh, he's definitely smart. He's yeah. just not as smart as young Badiatis. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they punch, counterpunch, and Badiatis, it's his dad, so Badiatis usually comes out on the losing end of it mm-hmm. because his dad's like, you know, I'm the OG, I built this house, so yeah. kind of yeah. gets that benefit of the doubt, but still... We got a lot of OGs in this in this series, this first season. It's a prequel, oh, man. It's a prequel, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Gods of Papa B. Yeah, and Blunt saying <laughs> it was great. just the G's, no, just the, the OGs. G's, yeah. yeah. Uh, but to end the scene, uh, Titus was like, "What do what do you what do we have? What does our Ludus have that Talius does not? That Varus would 
favor and he said we have what Tullius does not we have Gannicus like mm-hmm. that's why he wants us in the Primus um, and that concludes that scene the next one we get a quick scene in the villa with our ladies Lucretia and Gaia essentially Lucretia's just saying Gaia be on your best behavior now that Titus is around like he doesn't Gaius fuck is like mom I want to do opium and yeah. suck dick <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she's so fun, man. She's just like so bubbly, and then again, as soon as she gets slighted, he walks away. She's like that withered old fuck. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. dude. He just walks up, stone faced as shit, and they're like saying, "Oh, father, hello." And guy is so bubbly, like hello, hello, and yeah. he's just having none of it. He yeah. doesn't smile, react. He just gets it. She has that honey poison switch. She can she can hit very quickly. Yeah. And it's really fun to watch it happen. Oh, I'd fall for it. Oh yeah, and a I mean, hey. guy. Uh, MVP. And then this takes a, I think the next scene is like a quick transition over to him actually walking out onto the balcony, right? And and looking at his men. Is that the next, where he wants to actually see all the gladiators again? Or Yeah, and then I think we go to the Ludus to see Sandy yeah. while he's looking over the balcony. Because I, I think I want to say is Barca and Ash, Yeah, the next scene is Crixus doing the, uh, the walk by himself. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's just, they show us that very quickly. And then yeah. we move into them eating. Well, and I thought that was weird because didn't we already see them do the walk? Asher, yeah, yeah but, but they already got they got the mark. Crixus yeah. wasn't was Crixus in, in that. Crixus was in that walk. Though. He was, yeah. He should have been. He's still a recruit. Uh, okay, so they just oh, keep did they doing do that it. every night. I thought that was like a one it's night. Just thing. Like the whole, he still doesn't have the mark. He's doing this training. Yeah, oh, I just thought that was like a. Oh, one-time, I thought that was like, like one no, of the no, steps. No, no, no. Oh, shit, yeah, okay. oh, okay, yeah. I never get got these that. boys big. Yeah, I heard that. Mission accomplished. So when he looks over the balcony, is this the part where we see? uh Gannicus, like not coming out late and he, that's more where he's saying like he's a joke and he you know he, he's not you know you know what i mean when no he, that's no, not here. Okay. This, this one has more to do with so they're getting food again and now it's asher and dagon oh, have yeah. both been branded with the mark and you know the gladiators are putting on a show like applauding them like eat your fill your brothers now and they pissed in the porridge again. Yeah, I love Barca's fucking reaction Barca, to dude, it. He's such a bully, man. <laughs> Yo, his reaction's like, so good. It's like fucking Lucy with the football. I'm not going to do it, Charlie Brown. I'm not going to do it. She yanks it away <laughs> Yo, every single there time. Was, there was one quick scene that I picked up. I guess I didn't pick it up the first time or whatever. It didn't stand out. But basically, as soon as like Dagan finds out there's piss in it, he stands up. He's about to charge Barca. And like as he's getting close, or right away, Gannicus just stands up and like grabs him by the neck. The neck, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I thought he put the hand so on the So epic. But, yeah. And then right away, like Dagan doesn't even attempt. He's not gonna fuck with Gannicus. Yeah. Like, he's a champion. That that little moment did so much for me yeah. for some reason. Um so no none of the gladiators respect the mark that they were given, which we already knew. Um, but also Gannicus looked at Barca disapprovingly. He said, Barca, why are you fucking around with this right now? Like yeah. Did, Did you see that? Gannicus oh, doesn't yeah. give a fuck. No, but he gives a fuck about well, I mean, this. Like, is what I'm I mean, trying like, to say. He doesn't like, care he... that they got the mark in the way they got it. Like He just thinks they have the mark. It's the brotherhood. I'm over it. I made a note of that he went as far as to give Barca a disapproving look. Like, yeah, so I, I saw you, look. you were in the wrong to do this, Barca. Whereas if he didn't give a fuck, he would just do nothing. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he, he gives a fuck that he's pissing in the porridge. He doesn't give a fuck about the way that the Syrians got the mark. Right. They so have Bar- the mark. Yeah, yeah okay. Barca is still doing it to them because they don't they don't, you know. They have never been in a real gladiator mm-hmm. fight, to right? Yeah, yeah they sure. don't, you know, they don't see him as a brother because of the way it happened. But 
you know, like you're saying, Gannicus sees the mark. He's like, we're fine, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's his thoughts. So Titus rolls up and starts getting chummy with a lot of the gladiators, remembering his old men. And then he gets to Animaeus and says, look at how the years have treated you. It's good to see. He greets him as an old friend and says, let's retire to your cell. We'll, we'll share a meal and, and recall, you know, get nostalgic on old stories. That's exactly how I would treat Doctor. Oh, I'm, he was so happy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, actually, I was actually worried at first that he would give him some shit because it wasn't his Doctor. Because he does ask. He says, where's, you know, oh, you're, you know, you got the Doctor gear on. What's going on? I thought because, you know, earlier he's actually giving Body Otis some shit about the choices he's made. Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to say something. I mean, you can't, you can't question our boy Doctor. Oh, no but, way. you know, I thought he was going to be asking why that change was made. So people do in this very episode. They do. The goal. <laughs> but, not Crixus the goal, yeah. but the goal of some people. <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. So right, be right before he shows up, the Gannicus and Doctor have a little moment where Dottori sits down and Gannicus is like, you know, you shouldn't be sitting with a lesser man. True. And then Dottori is like, whatever, it doesn't matter that I'm Dottori. I don't want anything to get in the way of our friendship. Yeah. But now I'm thinking about that lesser man is definitely, I think, a little bit of a double entendre there because I think Gannicus is partially ashamed, obviously, that he just fucked Dottori's wife. Mm -hmm. And also, obviously, he's a gladiator while Dottori now has the title of champion. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. And we see that play out a little bit more over mostly next episode, but you're right. Yeah. And then we kind of, there we go to we skipping over to the cell? yeah and then now we're in the cell yeah and dude right away we get like anime is kind of just going for the let me drop the doctorate title let me back onto the sands i want to be a gladiator and the i just wanted to bring it up because we get another we get a theocles name drop here mm -hmm. loved it it was awesome they start talking about they everyone except for anime sees that battle between Theocles and Animaeus in the past, like as a victory. Just oh, because, yeah. You know, like, uh -huh. of course, he's going to see it. He's the honorable doctor. He's not going to, he's not going to see it in the same way, but I don't know. I, I think mean, he deserves he his vacation. He literally says in the first season at Spartacus that you, you took my shame away by beating Theocles. He was shamed by yeah. the loss. Yeah. Oh, when anybody nice else would be like, you know, like everyone else would be like, oh my gosh, I'm alive. Hell yeah. That's so. nice. We get a little mention about the origin story of Animaeus. Not too much, but look forward to that. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. No. okay. Well, that's also kind of cool, like, of, like, Badiatis' dad, Papa B. Yeah. As, you know, like, the eye for the talent, I guess you could say. He saw what basically our Badiatis saw in Crixus. Yeah, there. exactly. Mm -hmm. Same exact thing. Yeah. And then we get a, a little nugget of info that's 99.9% .9 irrelevant, that the OG Doctor's name was, what, Opius? Opius? I didn't even write it down. He but said, I do oh, remember okay. saying that. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't know that at all. No. Because we were calling him OG, obviously. We yeah. Didn't know well, the, I mean, he gets called Doctor. Yeah. Same right. thing with season one, where oh, we don't know right. it's Animaeus until it's Animaeus. Yeah. Right. And this is when Titus actually says, like, this is pretty much the only um, decision that my son's made that I agree with because of how how basically much Animaeus bleeds for House Badiatis. He's like, I can't let you go back to being a gladiator. This is like, this is, was a good decision. Damn. It was. Even even when they're like butting heads, they still agree that Animaeus, aka Dr. Mm -hmm. Doctore, is the beast. Mm -hmm. The goat. Yeah, I love it. He I even love it. he even goes as far to say, like, besides the Dominus, the Doctore is the most important person in a in a Ludus. So like mm -hmm. you need to be here and you need to help bring this house back to glory. I mean, who the hell would it be besides our boy it, at this point? Like looking at any of the other options. Yeah, I don't know. I no. It would be nobody yeah. else. Yeah, I was going to say, why, A, there's not enough named characters. If it, it could have been anybody else, it would have been, but it, it couldn't have been Can't anybody be. besides him. 
Um, but the next morning, I guess, we see uh, Titus on the balcony overlooking the training. Uh, he has an interaction with Melita, who we also kind of remember. He's he's fond of her. They, they yeah. have a good rapport yeah, yeah. together. He's like well admired amongst the slaves, Titus, mm-hmm. it seems. He just seems like a, a kind, simple man, honestly. Yeah, I don't yeah. see him like, you know, banging his slaves or yeah. getting mm-hmm. head from his slave just to get hard like Bobby Otis <laughs> was doing in the first Yeah, season, exactly. You know? like, he's he's not, he treats them the right way. He's pretty much the opposite of Bobby Otis in every way. Yeah. 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 And the slaves hate body artists. So. Yeah. He also has that dad vibe. It comes up a little later with Lucretia, but he's just, you know, cracking jokes with the yeah, women right. and things like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, you know, when your dad's like a little awkward with the waitress at the restaurant. <laughs> they so, try to like those jokes that fall flat. Uh, he... He does have a little bit of a personality shift towards the end of next episode where he's yeah. like kinder towards everyone. There's like, you know, obviously the end he blows up again, but it's just weird because they show you so many different facets of his personality yeah. so quickly and in a pretty good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on how he interacts with different levels of people in the. Yeah. Well, in the he's movies. walking into a shit show, in his opinion, in his house. He's walking in his son's banging two women. <laughs> There's people fighting everywhere. Like the doctor is gone. So he's kind of like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? Yeah. But anyway, so he's on the balcony just over overlooking the gladiators training um and this is anime is still just showing that he's not n- doesn't quite have the respect that a doctor needs to command the ludus um and he has an interaction with barca uh where he tells him to spar with crixis barca gives him a little bit of back talk saying i need like a better opponent essentially and uh titus overhears this from the balcony and kind of dominates both of them goes over doctore's head and commands barca to do as anime says right. i thought it was like belittling to both of them and that's just another power dynamic like dominus gets the final say in everything um and yeah yeah, I mean, he was definitely trying to have Doctore's back, but it does kind of belittle him. It just makes it seem more so like he's not getting the respect because they're yeah. not listening to him. They're listening to Papa B. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Papa B's worried about it because he knows it's not going to be like respect's going to have to be earned. Like he knows that it's going to be a little bit. So he's just kind of taking charge to get shit in order yeah. right now. I mean, I feel like they should already respect him. I mean, he's literally on Emmaus. Like every, all of his accolades, everything, everyone respected him as one of the best gladiators you would you would think that they would just be okay with him being doctor but think that barco was like disrespecting him he was just talking to him as he would if on okay. a gladiator yeah. so it was yeah, so, like he didn't you. say fuck this i don't like you as doctor he just said yeah i'm like i need a better challenge like he made he cracked a joke about it but it was you wouldn't say that to your manager or something yeah. you know he's just still treating him like a peer when the respect's just not there yet, and it has to be built. Which, That's a very It's good like if your boy gets promoted to be your manager and it's the first day on the job. And very it's good like, point. ah, we very used to crack point. these jokes, but maybe yeah. it's not as appropriate anymore. <laughs> we get two little tidbits that I liked right after this where actually when Crixus and Barca are matching up together and, you know, Barca's beating the shit out of Crixus a little bit, he said he drops the line. He says, I'm without lesson against it, but your instructions are well-received. And it just, like... It's so it's so well written that Crixus is the way he is in Bro, the actual Crixus. first season. He's a grinder, like, man. He, just, he completely just says the right things to express his great character development to what he becomes in episode one of season one. The yeah. gladiators aren't Crixus. allowed yeah, to. Great. Sh- the gladiators aren't allowed to show that they like the new recruits. Like they have to like fuck with them before, like haze them before they get the mark. But all of them must low-key be like, yeah, this Crixus guy, he's pretty cool. He, like, he like yeah. gets it, you know? For sure. He no. gets other things, too. You will, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, he does. He's um, about to start getting that. Yeah. <laughs> they respect him more than Asher with the fake oh, mark. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And he's not even marked yet, so, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so then, anyway. oh, sorry, one more point here yeah. too is that we do see this is when we see Gannicus kind of just like sloping out of the champions' quarters, and, okay. and Titus is like pissed a little bit. Yeah, yeah and then at the same time, Batiatis comes in out of yeah. his quarters, yeah. a little yeah. drunk, nice little parallel there between the boys. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Quintus and Titus, Titus says we have to head to town to deal with something. Um, uh, uh, Quintus says, I'll bring Barco with us. He'll provide an escort. And Titus says, why Barco? He's a gladiator, not a bodyguard. Like leave him here. So I thought that was crazy. I I thought something was going to happen. Like someone was going to die. And that's what solidified that Barca is he's never leaving the Ludus without Barca again yeah maybe it's still good and I do want to rewind a little bit back to the to the Ludus scene because Animaeus does Doctore does tell Gannicus you know go talk to Crixus and this is where we find out that Crixus has never faced a spear and Gannicus tells him you were doing very well against me you know with the two swords if you take away the spear now he's now he's minus a weapon and, and you're good to go for the fight. And that obviously is foreshadowing for later. So we get that scene after a scene in the market. Right. Oh, um, but I, th- yeah, I yeah. think it's the same Luda scene. But yes, that does happen. Okay, cool. It's um, pretty, I mean, it's literally identical. Scene, let's, yeah. let's just go through that scene real quick, then mm-hmm. jump back to the marketplace. Because, dude, the beginning of that scene so funny. It's Barca just like putting Crixus on his ass. Yeah. And then just walking up to him and just grabbing his dick. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are better ma- Like, while he's on the ground, he says, you are better matched against wooden men. He just grabs a handful of Crixus nuts and says, work on the pa- uh, the, oh. the palace goal. <laughs> yeah. Crixus hasn't gotten pussy yet, but he's gotten, oh, gosh, <laughs> he's yeah. gotten a Barca hand all over his Okay, so next we get Gannicus kind of talking to Doctore. Uh, Barca had just given Crixus the command to go fight the palace, and Gannicus comes over and says, are we to follow Barca's commands now? But Doctore says, well, he shares my thoughts. Perhaps the words of a champion would aid Crixus's cause. So he says, Gannicus, go over, talk to Crixus, like get his head right. He just got murked by, right. by uh, Barca. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about, where they talk about the spear, and Crix is saying he's never faced a spear. And, um, yeah, Gannicus tells him, you know, get rid of the spear. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. So know? we get a little bit of background. Well, first off, Gannicus approaches him with saying, days pass, you fought me with something approaching skill, which was a great yeah. one-liner. Um, <laughs> we get some background into Crixus because Gannicus says, you're a Gaul. You have never fought now Verney, which is, I guess, the tribe that Barca comes from, who traditionally use spears, um, which I just thought was a cool thing. Um, and then going forward... Just another line. Gannicus is just giving him his thoughts. You should be quite the scholar by the time Barca beats you to death because Crixus tells him every scar on me is a lesson. <laughs> yeah. So we just get a nice Gannicus Crixus moment. I attribute Gannicus to like what Spartacus was. And I just love seeing these interactions with Crixus and the champions of Capua. So that's just me. Um, and yeah, they have a really nice relationship. Yeah. Because Crixus is like dead set serious. Like, yeah. I want to win glory in the arena. Like, I'll do whatever it takes again. Because it's like, ah. Yeah, I'm champ. I'll drink some wine. I'll fuck some bitches. <laughs> so that's all I got on that. You guys, anything? No, right, I think now. we're ready for the. We're gonna we're gonna link together all three of the marketplace scenes real quick. Um, because there's a lot going on here. Yeah, starting of off, it's gonna be Quintus and Titus rolling into town, and we find out that they're going to see Tullius. Um, Titus wants to kind of smooth things over. He's the old head. He says, you know, uh, Tullius is above our stable. We have to respect him. I'm going to go make amends for 
the shit you've caused. And this is a little weird to me because Atolius never has, doesn't have like a formal Roman title that really we've seen like garnish a lot of respect. Like in past episodes, like he's just a rich Roman that used to be a soldier. So it's weird that yeah. they treat that his father treats him like this because it's not like he's the magistrate, you know. I, don't I mean, know. the magistrate's kind of in his pocket, though. Yeah, I guess We've that's seen part that of the from the, the market sure. scene. And, well, to, and market he's just fight. like a—he's just a really powerful figure in Capua because he grew up there. And they, yeah, yeah he has clout. All right. So he says, you know, Tullius says your presence dealing in delicate business has sorely been missed. Uh, Titus says to be rectified presently. Uh, Vettius is there, by the way, looking yeah. like a straight black-eyed bitch. <laughs> um, and him and Badiatis exchanging looks is the best. They're so both, good. They're he, both being so petty, just like little five-year-old kids, like on behind their dads, like after a little like schoolyard fight. Badiatis is like pacing a little bit, yeah, like he's far like away, kicking rocks and stuff. <laughs> Doesn't want to make full eye contact, but he knows Vettius is there. My issue with that was like Vettius was. I don't know. Maybe it was just this how the scene looked to me, but it looked like Vettius was trying to portray the fact that he was the one that was wronged first. Like, obviously, you yeah. beat the shit out of body out of first. Like, don't look at him like you were wronged out of nowhere. I don't know. Well, he just he, doesn't expect that kind of payback because he's he's got Tullius. Yeah, he's yeah, powerful. Yeah, so true. he's like, Damn. so. And as we know, Badiatis did a good job covering his tracks so that there was no evidence. Um, so when Vet- Vettius kind of accuses him and says, you know, you were the one that got this hit on me he said did you see faces did they bear my mark you wet cunt <laughs> i love it dude he just says you're a little pussy dude know your place to be fair they work out every single part of the plan the whole plot oh, yeah. gets exposed but he's like you can't tie it back to me oh yeah no he hit it right on the head i i just love that he has the the audacity to be like you wet cunt I mean, is easily one of the most quotable characters in television if, history if we know anything about our boy body is he can make a plan okay mm-hmm. he can figure out how to make a plan work uh so to leave this scene titus says you know vettius and uh, body be gone leave reasonable men to discourse your son has much to learn in the ways of diplomacy a subject all young men struggle to master i just like that really exchange um and then what is our next people that we get in the market i think it's the ladies now yeah yeah varus senator varus shows up um he (laughs) they're being friends um and they invite uh varus back to the ludus to look at the gladiators he says you mistake me i want to see malita get fucked again and do some opium with you girls (laughs) like that's what i want i think that this dude that he's with is the creepiest guy i hate him in the history of tv i really think like i was cringing at him this whole time (laughs) Uh, so who you're referring to casutius yeah whatever yeah. Um, he also is another, I was looking just at the wiki. He's also another upper Roman with no actual like title that's relevant to us. So he's just another rich guy that has just likes the uh, eyeliner. He, he likes sucks, being a creepy motherfucker. Man. Yeah. I don't like him at all. And I, I feel bad talking about it. Cause that's like, like that's an actor who looks like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that dude sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. What he is, is about to do also does not help everything yeah. perceptions of him. But yeah, he totally and sucks. are just the like kink masters, man. They're just whack. Yeah, just like walking up, scratching their necks, like y'all got any more yeah, of them right? slaves fucking. <laughs> they just have stupid power and stupid wealth, and they yep. just get away with and this do stupid stuff. shit with it's it. wild. Um, uh, yeah, so this so this is in the villa, right? Like, yeah, now they're million. back in the villa. Yeah, so <laughs> like Lucretia does a good job here though, because she quickly 
like saves Melita and Gannicus from having to bang again, right? What, yeah. Well, she says right when he looks at Melita and says, like, this is what I desire from the house of Badiatis, she says, no, not Melita. And he threatens to go, oh, maybe Vettius has slaves that can accommodate me. <laughs> so he threatens to go to Vettius's crib to watch slaves fuck each other i don't know Varus is crazy um she steps in gaia of course steps in and says oh no don't go aha like that would suck uh lucretia offers a virgin essentially and then the video pans to diana and navia who are the two resident virgins of house Badiatis, and they look excited and we know and we know who's gonna be Uh picked and they really do though it's weird they look at well you know, they probably built it up in their heads. Yeah. They don't know how slaves are treated. Yeah, really. that was the whole point of the earlier episode conversation where Melita said, if you rush it, it's going to bruise the, the rose petal or whatever she said. Yep. And well, this, that seems, rose petal. this seems hilarious <laughs> because they literally get judged on how tight they are yeah. to determine oh who God. he picks. Um, I guess, thank God, Crixus is praying, <laughs> like, you know, retroactively praying oh that, yeah. that Navy was a little loose, that's, but that's well, we get a we get a body out of Salonius scene, but before that, right? I mean, like when he picks her, is there? Well, it, I mean, like because they meet in the market, and then oh, well, yeah, Badiatis we're gonna runs go into Salonius because Badiatis gets kicked out of the meeting, and he's kicking rocks on the street with that weird chick who's just screaming. Oh, the chick with her eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, her eyes are stitched closed and she has yeah. no legs. She's yeah. Whack and then he runs into Salonius and confronts him about because first time he's seen him since his dad told him that. Yeah, right. So we're doing yeah, all the all the guy. Yeah. I don't think too much happens with Navy and Diana though, so we can just cut that scene and talk about the Quintus and Salonius. Meeting. I have so many notes for that Navy <laughs> Diana scene because it's all this guy sucks. Like, if you want to let him roll, I think we're we're closing the door on the scene. So let's hear it. All right. I just thought it was weird that he's not even the one having sex with them, and he's out here just jamming his fingers up inside them, being like, ah, not tight enough. Like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah she's yeah. right. Like so fucking weird it was just absolutely had to be traumatizing for diana like the whole entire thing yeah terrible it's so awkward the actual sex itself and then he makes it a million times worse (laughs) when he tries to get involved he like grabs her throat like is trying to whisper in her ear like this guy's dirty like you're beautiful like (laughs) life's about balance and then he licks her dude she's fucking like pig pen from charlie brown like the dude that just always has a cloud he just hard dps her and it's just like all right she's done yes. like her mentally her mentality yeah. is gonna be wrecked and i mean paul would say this if he was here it's way too easy for him to deep here he <laughs> just like walks up no preparation just sticks her right in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're right you're right <laughs> shout out paul that's some yeah. bullshit <laughs> keeping the spirit alive um but i think that's pretty you see her like have a starting to break down yeah, yeah. And stuff, and that's oh pretty God. much the end of that that might be the worst thing that we've seen oh yeah, like, some, traumatizing wise, because obviously we've seen people die and get killed, but that was awful. There's been some bad ones, and and but this is we did see a guy get his cock chop, chopped off and crucified. So yeah, but see, I, but okay, for attempted what? murder, yeah. for, for, for attempted yeah, murder, he deserved it though. Diana <laughs> yeah. was just don't try innocent. to kill our boys, Spartacus. Man, you know? I had a harder time watching when Dagan pissed on the one dude earlier this season than I did with the dude with with uh, oh, Sega Max. Yeah. When we saw him actually pee, yeah. like, that was worse than the dick cut off. I thought, but whatever. Um, there is one quick uh, line because right after she uh, Deanna's getting raped and like the the whole thing's over, um, we get Gaia flirting hard with Varys again, mm-hmm. and he kind of puts her in her in her place, saying like, "You're you don't have a family, you don't have land, you have no one." So basically, 
the idea of, cause she was always floating the idea. Maybe I'll flirt with him, make him yep. my new husband. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's get, that gets shut down right there. Yeah. This whole scene or I guess two scenes are just complete L's. They're terrible. I hate them. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't yeah. I guess we're still talking about the same scene. Like even when, she comes out looking traumatized. You see Navia like give her a smirk. Like yeah, she's like, well, she was like, yeah. because they were excited going yeah. into it. She was just like, how was it? Said it with her eyes, not yeah, a voice. Right. Um, and Deanna just gives her like a yeah. shake. Like it was awful. Says I'm, it with her eyes. I literally yeah. can't imagine losing my virginity in a worse way. Nope. Was the, Agreed. was the gladiator named? It was the, um, it was, uh, he looked kind of got like the, uh, he looks kinda, honestly, he looks kind of oh, like Naeus. He is named. He looks kind of um, like Naeus. I feel so bad that I don't know it off the top of my head. It starts with an R or something, I think. Rask- Not, oh, Raskos? Isn't it Rask? Wasn't that Raskos? Oh, the same guy. I think it was, actually. Is it, or is it Raskos that bangs her later? Because one of Raskos bangs her at one point, I think. I'm, I'm like 99% yeah, sure. Yeah, I can't remember, but I know Raskos definitely was one of those. It was either that or in the next episode when they're doing the whole orgy scene. But either way. Um, okay, so now we can go back. TLDR: to The weird guy sucks. Yeah, Custodius. Yeah, he, he's the his worst. name isn't even worth coming yeah. out of my mouth. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay, we are jumping all over the place, but we're going to go back to now Quintus and Salonius and right. the markets. This is right on the heels of Badiatus being sent out of the Tullius and Titus meeting, and he runs into good Salonius. Just just sauntering around the marketplace. And they're like kind of making amends. They're just kind of you know, talking it out right now and Quintus isn't like really pissed, but even as they reconcile, quote unquote, he's still a little bit upset, like a little bit angry with Salonius. In a vacuum though, it didn't feel that malicious. No, No, it didn't. He was just like, you're my friend and it seems like you're aligning with Tullius who pissed on me like i don't like that but no they're they're still good they're still a bit of a misunderstanding because he's mad at him for telling running to his dad and ratting him out and salonius thinks he's mad at him for aligning with tullius yeah he's like i just carried a message and batty it's like you carried but shit spewed spewed from an errant hole (laughs) i'm just like dude if my friend ever talked to me like that (laughs) yeah i'll talk to you like that later with words well because i mean salonius says to him like I was just basically looking for advice because, like, you're trying to go out here and go toe to toe with Tullius yeah. and Vettius, and like, we can't handle that. And he, he even says, like, I didn't expect him to come home, you know, come yeah. back. Which, again, to me, says like Salonius is still not still act- good. He's still good. I he's still, still love good Salonius. <laughs> he is just yeah. like the voice of reason in Badiatus's ear at this point. Something's gonna click, and I can't wait for it. But. Anyway, so after they reconcile, they reconvene with Tullius and Titus, who are coming out of their one-on-one meeting. Uh, Titus kind of belittles Salonius by saying, I hardly recognize you. The days weigh heavy on a man, do they not? And Salonius is just like, what the fuck? You call me old, bro? (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, dude, Papa B is such a pussy pushover when it comes to Tullius, man. Well, that's the thing, yeah. It didn't... Okay, he's respectful business because he gets walked all over. Like I, dude, it's literally Tully's is saying to to Badiatis what I was trying to get at earlier is I miss your dad because I can walk all yeah, over him. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, so Tullius puts his arm around Salonius and says, "Let's review recent events." So Salonius now has. You know, him and Tullius are on speaking yeah. terms. And that's like, not that, nothing. He's becoming Tullius's guy. Salonius is also it seems aware that Badiatis is now aware that this is closer than, you know, like he right. didn't want Antolius to do this in front of Badiatis at all. 
Tullius knows exactly. I don't, oh, what he's doing. I don't think 100%. Salonius is all about it either, though. I think he he's letting this allegiance to Tullius grow bigger than he anticipated, wherein he was just looking out for his and honestly Badiatus's best interest. This, this could also be seen as a smart move from Tullius to piss off young oh, Badiatus yeah. even more. Like this could be purposeful. Like he didn't care about Salonius. He was Bro, are we talking about layers right now? The <laughs> layers to this movie. Layers. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Um. Okay. So after that. Uh, so Tullius and Salonius, good Salonius, walk away. And then we get Titus alone with Quintus. And essentially he says, this is how we get into Tullius's good graces again. Gannicus will yield the Primus. You will relay that he got injured and that Vettius is more than capable of fulfilling uh, your gla- uh, gladiatorial needs to Varus. So he'll communicate that Gannicus can no longer fight in the Primus. Um, and Badiatus says, how can you ask me to essentially kiss the ass of Vettius who wronged me? Do you have the actual quote, Kyle? Yeah, you want me to tongue the boy's ass. <laughs> yeah, way better. And then he um, looks at me, so I ask nothing, only how it shall be. Yeah. Um, so he says, we do have fights that are going to happen after midday. So they do get important matchups, but you're... Because of the after midday right, line. Yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. a good catch. Good catch. Uh, men, the men of House Badiatis will have to fight themselves. So we get our matchups dropped right here. It's going to be Barca versus Neus. And then it's going to be Octus versus Crixus. And Octus is Barca's significant other. Right, right. And let me jump in real quick because I want to ask you two guys, like, when you heard that, what were, like, what were your initial thoughts about, like, did you, because I was a little confused about how he was so like mad at the fact that he had to have his own people fight against each other. But in season one, like the actual first blood and sand, there's like a couple of situations where his, it's all just like his own men. Isn't that what, like Spartacus versus Crixus the first time when he gives uh, Missio, like he wasn't pissed that he was just putting his own men up against each other. I just thought that was a weird, I thought it was, cause I just assumed that it was normal. Sometimes you just field men and you yeah. get paid. And I, mean, yeah. just learned. I mean, I'm taking it. I took it in the way where it's like, I had the Primus. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to lose possibly two of my okay, guys. That's better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably two of my guys, I yeah. would say. Like, he's thinking, yeah, he's losing two guys. I mean, no, he knows. Like, I mean, he says, like, Crixus doesn't even have the mark. So, he's going to be like, he's thinking, all right, well, I just freaking lost Crixus. Mm-hmm. It was also his guy. Right. Yeah. And he, he also yeah. caused all the drama between Tolius and... Like his buying yeah. purchasing of Crixus caused this whole thing. Well, Do you but think that's that also Papa why B... Crixus is in the fight in the first place? Tullius yeah, insisted yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I was so. just going to ask you, think it was Papa B who said that or no. Tullius? No. Uh, Papa B even comments, like, this is what happens when you, you know, all the shit that you did to get Crixus, this is him reap. It's coming back to yeah, bite you. Yeah, you got to start talking I'm sure ass. he would be even happier to have, have Crixus be in the death match because he's not even a real gladiator he probably thinks nothing absolutely yeah he's, absolutely. he's literally saying like all right you spent all this money now you're not even gonna get to train him because he's not he doesn't have the mark and we're gonna kill him now yeah. you know like mm-hmm. well what so. did you think about barca Neus matchup what you- yeah so this is Neus pre-net yeah and i mean obviously we know Neus survives but i you know i didn't Barco was Barca's gonna, gonna win. Up, yeah, I was. I, I mean, Barca I was, was take... gonna fuck him up. Although we'll get we'll get to the fight later. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. I knew Barco was gonna win yeah. right when I heard Me the matchup. Me okay, too. but not not right. because I knew he was alive. Even if Barco wasn't in blood and sand, I would have been like, Barco's gonna beat Nate. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at this point, Barco's like number two. Yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. He might be now that literally I, number now, two. Now that Animaeus is not because is not longer gladiator. Exactly. And then isn't his significant other the i don't forget his name isn't he supposed to be pretty yeah 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 yeah. he is one of papa b's like he rate he 
you know, groomed him. When yeah. okay, so his name is Octus Hoplomactus. No, that's the, is that's that's the, the style. Uh, that's the style of okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And that's interesting. I feel like this was the first episode where when they were announcing gladiators' names, they did it like four times in these two episodes. They Mermillo. followed it with their Mermillo, yeah, yeah, yeah. their uh shout out Athena. Yeah, names, I was gonna say Athena. Yeah, shout out I even wrote it in my notes too to talk about it when we got there. I, I agree. I wish they kind of did that in season one because it would have been cooler just knowing the fighting styles and stuff like that. And if they made it more obvious, because like, you know, I thought it was his last name when I first yeah. heard it. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. They don't have last names. Right. It does make sense. But uh, yeah, never mind. Uh, so hold on. As they're walking out, the funny scene happens when, you know, like Papa B walks away after this confrontation with the son. And like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Vadiatis turns and just fucking pops the, the, the slave that, the, yeah. the big black slave that was with him, yeah. who was there in place of Barca. Yeah. Which I just thought was who funny. Who would literally like, kill Vadiatis yeah. when oh he has God, to take yeah. it. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I, that was, I actually, I was cracking out at yeah. that. Okay. So this is when chronologically we get the Varus, Gaia, and Lucretia stuff, so we already covered that. The next scene that we haven't talked about um, is da, 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 da. Barca and it's, Asher. It's in the cells, so Barca and Octus have like kind of a sex scene, and then it's Asher and Octus. Asher ate the pigeons, is essentially dude, what happened. Dude, that was crazy. Asher and Dagan. Me, man? What did you think was going to happen if they did that? Like, Jesus, man. Dude, like, I, I would I, expect death if, yeah. I'm, if I'm Asher. Yes. Like, to do that to Barca? Are yeah. you kidding me? But, That's what he wants, though. Well, I mean, yeah, he wants to yeah. kill them. He wants, he wants to have the fight go down to show that he can fight, you know? Like, but... Dude, I thought this scene was so well done because, yeah. like, Barca and Octus are just, you know, pissed. And they just roll up and, you know, he, uh, you see Asher eating the, <laughs> yeah. the pigeons like chicken yep. wings. Bones on the just kind of, he's, like, ready. He just slams it down. They all stand up like the slow motion kick. Dude, Dude, Epic. honestly, awesome. Barca and Octus were asking for it because they kept doing the fucking piss in the pudding thing. And no they, were just, they said, like. They were well within their rights, honestly. They said, like, we can't eat the porridge. We had to get creative, something like that. So, yeah, oh, honestly, I, I, I love that scene, dude. Yeah, so did so I. Uh, but Ganicus gets involved, too. Like, I like how they pan to him, and he just kind of smiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just yeah, watching them yeah, fight. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Dagan did a good job of holding his own in this He's a situation. beast. Well, we find Dagan's out dude. later. Yeah. Dagan's a, a very homie, good fighter. Yeah. He's a house. He's not a homie, but he's a great yeah, fighter. Yeah, yeah. Describe him as that. Uh, so it turns into a, a Ludus wide scrum, and then Titus shows up at, like, the well, worst possible. Oh, oh, bro? Now, yeah, am yeah. I? Okay. Yeah, 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 because there's another important scene here where, where it's literally just the four of them right away, right? Right. So Gannick is, is laughing his ass off. He only gets involved after Anameas takes a hit. Yeah, right. Like he's exactly. like uh, he's like I'm just gonna watch. Let this yeah. happen. Dagan you know? accidentally elbows. Yeah, exactly. Him. And then Gannick uh, just yeah. throws the fucking gloves down, which yeah. is dope. But then another quick thing that happens is like Asher mid fight says like Crixus, like yep. jump in, help us out. And you know, rightfully so, I will say Crixus turned away. Yeah. Because, he says like, he says this is between brothers, and I'm not yeah. a brother. Rightfully, rightfully so. so. Yep. Yeah. There's 100%. no bad blood there. For, Asher shouldn't feel bad about he that. Stayed at all. He's he being, stayed neutral. He stayed neutral. He's being a dick all the time. Oh yeah. Crixus, you know. Yeah. Sad um, part about what's going on at this point in the storyline and episode is that Papa B would love Crixus if he knew Crixus. Oh my gosh! Yeah, one thousand percent. And then the last thing before uh, Titus shows up is one thing I just noticed was the medic, a young medicus yeah. with the one arm. Yeah. I didn't, I don't even know if he's had a scene yet. I did not no, catch he that. Oh, nope. dude, he's got his one arm. He's like, yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like raising his one arm. That's in the air, hilarious. Rooting, yeah, fist pumping without the fist. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's so a lot of probably a lot of action for him. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that was a great whole scene, man. And then that's when 
Doctor takes the elbow and then Titus walks in. Yeah, Titus walks in to elude us on fire and essentially just says, you know, you're bringing shame on the house and to add insult to injury, like he breaks the news that Gannicus isn't going to fight in the Primus and that two pairings have to fight each other. And he tells them what the pairings are. So Barca and Naeus know and Octus and Crixus know that they're going to be fighting in the games. And the reason that hurts Gannicus besides the idea of the fact that he's not going to, you know, fight in the Primus is because now he knows that he betrayed his best friend and banged Melita for nothing. He gives up all the cards. He looks right up in Melita. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Not that anyone would know. Yeah, no, because uh because Lucretia and them are up there too. But it's just so, yeah. So actually, I think they find out in the Gladiator bathhouse, like they have that piece of paper that tells them the pairing. So I jumped the gun on that a little bit. Um, yeah. Does anything happen in the bathhouse that's relevant? I think they just confront each other. Naeus is like, oh, I'll have you, Barco. Naeus is hype. Right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. is hype. And um, Crixus kind of says, you know, I don't deserve this. He's talking. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's another thing about Crixus' character. He's like, I want this bad, but I don't deserve it yet. I'm yeah. Not, you know, I'm not Danicus a has a nice line in response, though. When he looks at him and he says, you know, life's all about like, op- like basically like the, how you judge a man is how like he deals with the blessings that he doesn't believe he's earned. Right. Which is, I don't know if I agree with that, but that's just interesting. Like, like a that. very serious yeah, quote like from Gannicus. Mm-hmm. I love that guy, Gannicus. Such a good guy. It's my new password on my, on my laptop. And by the way, nice. look, quick, re- quick rewind. Uh, it was Raskos. I have in my notes. It was Raskos that was picked. Okay. So you're, nice. you're right, Luke. Um, okay, cool. And then I think the only other thing we get this night is we actually get the coolest tiny moment of um, out in the actual yard at yeah. night. You see Doctor. Animaeus or Doctor practicing his whip. And like Gannicus is kind of standing behind Over him looking like he's he going to say something to him. But then he's like, he just kind of drops and goes back to his quarters. So, mm-hmm. Which I think shows a breakdown in the relationship because yeah. episode is it one or two Gannicus the revolves are reversed Gannicus is out there being a, well, being a dumbass and Doctorio oh, walks it? up Dang to it, him uh, what is it hold on my what cock oh yeah my <laughs> cock rages on <laughs> yeah and Doctorio actually walks up to him and tries to talk to him yeah but Gannicus now in his own head because Doctorio doesn't feel any awkwardness it's like yeah. eh, can't do it and it's weird because Doctor is taking all of this as a sign of, you know, because he got promoted. Yeah, I mean, I think we glossed yeah. over that earlier, but he says to Melita, like, Gannicus doesn't like me anymore, mm-hmm. pretty much, because I'm Doctor. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not an equal brother. Yeah, and she tries to cover the tracks yeah. pretty well, you know. Yeah. Talking in metaphors and shit, yeah. as they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving right along, we get the pregame. The- yeah, the pregame. I love how – did we know that they get those capes if they're the ones selected for the games? They're no, so cool. but I like them. Yeah, they're so <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, they're just little shawls. I, um, I love okay. it. Another question for you guys, the Rooks, that I wanted to ask is uh, – because Gannicus starts going down the line, you know, saying – you know, I, I guess it's just because he's champion. He's so well-respected and stuff. He's like, you know, uh, brotherhood shaking yeah. with uh, Barca – Octus and Naeus. Yeah. And then he gets to Crixus. And honestly, I what did you take when he looks at Crixus and nods? It was that a sign of respect for a non-brother, or was that a slight that was meant to be like, I can't touch you? Like you're you're still sign beneath. of respect. I That's what I thought. That's how I took that it. was like he can't right? I agree. I said it earlier, brothers can't show that they like non-brothers that don't have the mark, but yeah. like that's how he can show it without respect. Cool. Yeah. 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 I definitely took it like that too. Cause I felt like my future knowledge affected of what I thought in the moment. So if you guys saying that makes me feel better. Cause yeah. I totally was just like, fuck 100%. yeah. Gannicus is just all in on mm-hmm. Crixus now. Like, I mean, 
he knows he he like you said in the first episode we just did that he could have killed Crixus in a real fight during their during their exhibition if he wanted to. But you have that kind of fight with him as the champion, he's gonna respect you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's kind of how I took it. Yeah. So we have the games, and first up is going oh, to be wait. Go ahead. I just want to say because I really like the the Batiatis oh, yeah. and his dad dynamic because Batiatis's dad, well, a this is when he turns into the jolly old man because mm-hmm. Lucrece is like, oh, you want the honeyed wine? He's like, oh, you want to like get over on me with the honey wine, and then he cracks. He's like, oh, you know, I yeah, like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Remember that. And then he, but then he says like he says something bad about Crixus and then basically he lays down the gauntlet to Batiatis. Like it's my man versus your man. Like yeah. we'll see like what method basically comes out on top. Well, we brought this up last episode. We haven't brought it up yet and it's going to be coming more during this whole thing. But again, with the open mouth stuff from Crixus this yeah. whole time. Yeah. But I mean, I, what he, what he says is he's looking shabby. Like he's looking because he does, man. I mean, and they say it's cause he's been training so hard, which again, that's our boy, but yeah, he looks like he's ragged and dying walking out to before we get to the um You'll never hear pre-game. my man complaining though. No. No, no. no. Grind. No, sir. no way. Okay. First ballot Hall of Fame Gruden grinder. Oh, that he is. That he is. Okay, so moving forward to the games. And first up we have Barca versus Naeus. Really cool fight, actually. Yeah, very um, good. So the styles well, we have here. Well, hold on. Before they get into that, we get a, we do get the first conversation between Crixus and Badiatis, right? Or does that happen after? Is it is it go mm-hmm. right into the fight? Or is well, it, we open it goes up right into the fight. No, it gets cut. Happening, and then it goes back. The fight starts. They go under the sand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they go back up to the sand. It jumps around. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just quickly, just covering the conversation. All it is is really... Um, Doctore tells Crixus to fight with honor and if need be die with honor. He says, Thank the gods you'll you may die with honor too. Yeah. And then subpar oh pep talk. And then body so I, comes I didn't through. take notes because I was just loving every word that was coming out of body Otis's mouth yeah. dude yeah i just my note is quintus and crixus share a fucking amazing moment where yep. he essentially says i saw something in you that's why i bought you like i don't believe you're gonna die today crixus you're you have the blood of a champion this that and the other thing oh. i was just like oh my god <laughs> this is awesome yeah. this is his first fight like he doesn't even have the mark and yeah. he's just getting thrown against octus who like in the past 20 minutes they just spent hyping him up yeah. like they very in a short period of time, put him from Barca's like number two guy to a topper, top tier, a top tier fighter in house body artist. Yeah, and he so totally he's not is. A I, I can buy that. And but I, I, I agree with you. I wrote down like pretty good pump up speech for body. Yeah, Adidas. exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, the blood of the champion's sick because that's the first time Crixus gets donned with that, you know, attribute. And then later on, we find out that Crixus is banging body Adidas's wife, who gave yep. him that attribute, and then. Lucretia says it to Crixus that she has the blood of a champion inside of him. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the last thing he says to him is great because he says, see's fucking glory and see both of us proven worthy. And then mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now we, we the get the Barca one. versus Naeus fight, and it is uh, Barca has the spear and mini shield. Do you guys know the name of that style? Oh, it's the Hopla Hopla yeah, Magnus because it's the same, it's the same, the same way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he has the spirit of mini shield, which With is Hopla Magnus. With the blade in the left hand. Of yeah. The, of the mm-hmm. shield, yeah. And uh, Naeus is fighting Mermillo style, so he has the giant like square sh- uh, shield in one hand, and then just like a, a bastard sword, I guess you would say, like the one hand sword in the other. Mm-hmm. Right. I just love the different. Dude, styles. Barker was yeah. a fucking animal. He, oh, yeah. I always say it like Barker's one of the, my favorite characters like he's just so cool i mean besides all the over the top 
grabbing cock stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like he's he's definitely just like funny and he's just like good fighter. Like I like Barca. So this fight I didn't think was too memorable because they were flashing to and from, but mm-hmm. the climax of yes. it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. So essentially Neus like lunges at him, but uh Barca takes kind of draws a, him in, called, does a somersault onto his back and literally what's the name of the It's movie? called a yeah. circle throw. Yeah. Okay. Take yeah, so, so it's where you take he takes the his foot, puts it in his chest, holds on to his shoulders, and leans back. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay on the mic here. <laughs> Jimmy's about to circle toss yeah, the pong table. Yeah. Leans back and uses his, the the leverage from the ground and pushes up with his foot, and and it goes over his head. And that's where you're talking about where he goes into the crowd, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's a circle throw into the crowd. Yeah. Phenomenal. That was move. one of the coolest moves like we've seen in this series. And they I actually. Quick callback. They do that in the big throwdown with Asher and Dagon and the other. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They do yeah. have that. I'm not sure who does it, but there's another circle throw. I think that's that's the first time we see it used. Yeah, dude. I you couldn't pay me to be in the front like four rows of a gladiator fight. Like, well, are you kidding me? Someone pays for it. I think in the next the, episode. I think that's the nosebleed seats. Like the last people get yeah. in the front. Yeah. Well, you know? Kyle asked oh, us like yeah. you said it was you, Kyle, right? Or yeah. Luke that said who. Who expected someone to die in the the fight that was in the market? Like we see that people are getting, and, and there's an actual arena ish in the way, you know, yeah. even though not really, but but they're standing. You know, I was expecting like yeah. people to be 100%. chopped in half in the market. Isn't this the fight that the girl falls in? Yeah, yeah, yeah and everyone's crazy. laughing and, she's and like, stuff. Yeah. she's like, oh my god, help me up, help yeah. me up, and like they come and like slice right under her. Yeah. As she's but then once she's up, she thinks it's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Well, Barca has a thrust. Oh, yeah. Barca has a thrust that he puts right through, like, the window, like, the the viewing seat box Mm -hmm. window. And it's, like, if you weren't paying attention, that's going right through your head. I mean, it's cool, too. Like, during the fight, you see Octus being like, yeah, my boy, do it. Yeah. Like, when he's starting to win, like. The little viewing holes they have. But before we get too into the Crixus and Octus, let's let's finish this Barca fight. So, essentially, after getting thrown into the stands, um, he gets him. Just goes in for the kill shot. has a has a sword to Nice's throat, and then they look up at the at the grandstands, and it's Varus who gets the final say. Um, and he says, "You know, they both fought properly. The gods will be most pleased. We will be merciful and grant life." So Nice gets to live, as you knew, as we knew, as yeah. we knew. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then Titus, who is in the grandstands as well, Badiatus is not in the grandstands. Titus looks over and says, "Most generous of you, Senator Varus. Like, thank you so much." And he looks over at Titus with a smirk and says, your house has been more than accommodating. Hmm. It should be rewarded. And that was just so funny because Titus does not have a clue what right, that means. Right, right. Very, very good to see Papa B coughing his lungs up. Yeah, that guy. Right. yeah we love Deserves to see a that. Little I, I was almost thinking, like, I was like, are they going to make him, like, die mid-speech? Because oh he's like, God. he's I've... like, well, he's giving the speech and he's, like, shaking. He's kind of putting yeah. his hands on the rail. Like, he's like, all. Oh. It was a nice speech, though. It I was. thought I thought he was going to fall yep. onto the sand and die right then and there. there. Dude, I thought, we, yeah. I thought when he, right when he coughed, I thought, yep. body out is poisoned him. That's what oh. I was, I thought Quentin's poisoned him. I just wow. thought he was frail. Like, I don't know about, I don't know if it was poison I was thinking, but I literally just thought he was frail and he's going to be giving the speech. Because he, he's, like, he's holding on to the rail like he can't even stand mm-hmm. almost. And I'm we, just, You guys remember the reason, like, he's sickly, right? Like, it's because it's all about the, the dust and the climate of Capua. Right. Yeah. Which is why he was in Sicilia. Sicilia, Sicilia yeah. Sicilia yeah. the whole time. So, you know, just 
specifically the arena dust, like all that shit would be terrible for you anyway. But. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Varus lets Titus announce the next fight, which is going to be Crix's first Octus. Um, and Titus says, you know, a virgin on the sands. I give you Crixus Mermillo. And I had shades of SpongeBob when Squidward wins the trophy and says, Squidward Tortolini. <laughs> I thought that's how he liked pronounce it. Crixus Mermillo. That was just me. Uh, versus. Yeah, Octus. that was definitely just yeah, you. Yeah, that was just me. But I, I wanted to get it in there. Damn, bro, you got some layers over there. Yeah, well, we, we knew that about me. I Boy, got you got to stop. <laughs> I think the first sight we get of Crixus is where open mouth again. He like walks yeah, out. Yeah, like, like, it's like, and he doesn't do that at all in the first no, season. I know. I'm like, what did they ask? Did they tell him, man, who like, open the mouth a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. good acting. Like, dude, like I, trout or that's something. something I always remembered about yep. thinking about season two yeah. is Crixus like looking like that. With yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah, but here we go with Crixus versus Octus. Um, and right away, Octus gets two nice uh, chest slashes in and Crixus lands a thigh shot. So mm -hmm. they're, they're doing the dance. Yeah, Crixus is it. dealing with the spear. Well, like the first spear move, yeah. but it keeps getting caught by the short blade. Mm -hmm. Right. We get a little slice by, I think it's Crixus's blood that goes like, they just into the crowd, right yeah. into the yeah. dude's mouth in the crowd. You see it like yeah. on his teeth yeah, and stuff. He's like, loving love it. love making the crowd like a scene piece. Lack so, of flash and some. Uh, yeah, not enough titties in the crowd yeah, for my liking, yeah. but. So it's Sorry. a lot of back and forth. They're exchanging blows. Uh, Octus gets Crixus on the ground with only his shield to protect him. Um, and he does essentially a Superman running Loves start it. and lunge in and just like plants his spear mm -hmm. into slow the motion. shield. I love all their slow motion um, stuff. But it gets stuck there. Crixus, you know, puts the shield to his left and slices through the spear. Yep. So he gets the spear out of the equation. Just like he was taught. Yep. Just like Anakis told him. He yeah, has the spear, like he's such nothing. good in the moment, like high pressure decision making. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He he just learns everything. Like he's he's so good at at embodying the lessons he learns when we see him physically training on the screen. Yeah. Um. But I think right after that scene, I mean, right after that part where he cuts the stuff, doesn't he take off Octus's helmet? Yeah, and that uses it as was awesome. a secondary weapon because yeah. he was disarmed with his shield. Yes, he was like blocking with it and slapping yeah. with it. I was loving um, every part so of that. Now, so where we're at right now, Crixus is holding his mini sword and a mini shield. Or I'm sorry, Octus has mini sword and mini shield. Crixus has this mini sword and the helmet Octus from Octus. Helmet, yeah. Right. And they're exchanging blows again. This was an awesome fight. Yes, it I was a very good fight. Yeah. Um, Barca's, you see Barca like the whole time. He's hyped that Octus is like, uh, Yeah, they, they, yeah. they're pumped yeah. for each other, man. So they're exchanging blows and then they kind of get closer. And right as Octus, it looks like he's charging up for like a finishing blow. Like it doesn't. You don't see it in the right. field of view, but Octus kind of goes, stops, and he gets sliced mm -hmm. through his chest. And Crixus has his freaking moment, yeah, too. Baby. He is, he's like awestruck. Like, this is the arena. This is, you know, he's he after glory famous, and honor. He does his famous, like, Crixus scream in the arena. Yeah. I had chills so good. on every dude. part of my body. Everyone's I, so hyped there, too. Yeah. I had the goosebumps, too, dude. This is just the origins of Crixus, and yep. I, I couldn't have painted it any better. Oh, my God. Pre-Mark of the Brotherhood. This was him earning his mark, yeah. dude. Yeah. Asher and Dagon did it the wrong way, dude. He did it the right oh, way. Oh, hell yeah. To, no, um, Dagon, I mean, okay, never Well, mind. technically, they, well, he, Crixus yeah. couldn't do the test because you have to, no, I guess he could have done like the test, the sparring test, like we see in the first season. He would have. Yeah. But yeah, this way is better. That would have been, yeah. been his inevitable path, but he just got yeah. pushed into death. Yeah. This way is better, though. Oh yeah. God, this um, way is and so also, Octus better. in death, uh, 
I mean, a good loser in death because yeah. he whispers in his ear. He says, Bark has taught you well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And dude, okay, to ruin the mood a little bit, sadden it a little bit, it's like when he kind of rolls over and makes just like straight eye contact with Barca and just passes yeah. away. Like, Barca's actor did a great yeah. job right there too with his just facial expressions and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah and dude. he continues it too. Yeah, Barca's had some loss in his life, man. It's yeah, unfortunate, man. but it's all love screwed, between. Man. Yeah. It's it's all love still between Barca, Crixus, and Octus. Barca understands, but mm-hmm. he's just sad. He yeah. doesn't blame I mean, it. Which he's... definitely is feeding into your point about how Crixus doesn't have the mark, but they all still respect Dude, him. Dude, he he knows, and everybody knows to beat Octus. That's no fluke at this point. We're not, like, hold on, before we get we that's the next episode. We're yeah, yeah, it does. I have because I have okay. a lot to say on that. Stuff. So anyway, final uh, scene back at the Ludus. Crixus right? is getting the mark. Um, what else? Okay, yeah, Crixus is getting the mark, and Gaia and Lucretia comment. Gaia says, perhaps Crixus will be a match for Gannicus someday, both <laughs> in and out of the arena. And then it pans to Lucretia, yep. who we all know will, oh, boy, they have their She mind. has no idea. No, yeah, she right. has no idea. Um, and we, yeah, Barca, Barca does approach uh, Crixus and say, you fought well, brother. And that's mm-hmm, the only that's, words that are exchanged. Yep. That's all that needs to be said. Yep. He goes in, acknowledges it, and dips. They, no get something, they get something in that p- next episode, but that just speaks volumes yeah. to the kind of person that Barca is. Well, no, no bad yeah. blood. Yeah. Sad, but no bad blood. And that's, and that- that's even more epic to know what their relationship becomes. Right. Like how yeah. he never, like, you know, like he's never in love with Crixus, but he treats Crixus as like his best brother ever after some time of him being the champion the whole, stuff the next the season. The whole time that, because obviously once the fight was announced, I kind of put together that Crixus was going to kill Octus. I was just thinking like in Blood and Sand, Barca always had Crixus's back. Mm-hmm. Like he was very respectful of him as the champion of Capua. So it 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 speaks volumes to Barca. You're right. Now I'm starting to really love Barca as a character yeah. too. Dude, Barca and Crixus, first two in mm-hmm. the fantasy draft, hundred percent. Oh yeah, if you're if you're the if you're if you're a Lanista and yeah. if you're a Lanista, you yes, want those two. Yeah, you want Anna Doctor, May, yeah, 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 you want you want to talk about locker room guys. We got yeah, fucking right. Crixus and Barca. Those are the top three draft picks in the fantasy oh gladiators. <laughs> okay, so then we get last scene of the episode is going to be Titus and Quintus. Uh, Titus says it would appear I underestimated Crixus as I did my own son. So he he's conceding. He says, "Good on you, Badiatus." Or Quintus, like the goal came to play. Yep. First time he ever put some respect on uh, Quintus's name since we've seen him. Bullshit, so, yeah. dude. He's been grinding for that respect. And he yeah. still says to him, like, whatever you like, Chris just did well, blah, 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 but like, chill out with the plots and the schemes. Yeah. He says, removed from plots and schemes, like, you're good. And he said, thoughts far removed, never to return. And yeah. I just thought of all <laughs> the shit he's about to do. Yeah. I mean, the look like at the end the of this scene. Decade. He says, his dad says he's going to stay because, like us, he loved the Crixus W. Yeah. And he walks away, and Bayadis <laughs> gives him that look. And I yeah. literally wrote down, He's definitely plotting he's to kill definitely him. He's scheming. The stink guy, dude. He is just plotting and scheming. Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I wrote down Papa B really can't read the room with that look. <laughs> no, no yeah, not, not at all. all. So he's true. going right over his head. All right, so that's episode three, and we're going to move right into episode four entitled Beneath the Mask. And this was another good one. My God, aren't they all? 
Yeah. Did that uh, Beneath the Mask title give you any flashbacks to yeah. Arithia? Like, yeah. yeah. Are we having another yeah, masquerade party, sex party here, or what? Oh, boy, you know are the we. parallels get real, because yeah. this is, for me, one of the saddest episodes of the series. Yeah, my gosh. The series? <laughs> no, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was not looking forward to the end of this episode, but go ahead. Yeah, as a vet, I can see that. <laughs> Just yeah. knowing what's going to happen. The beginning is super hot fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. I'm going to start spitting some of that wicked hot fire. <laughs> so we're going, the, the camera is going through the marketplace into the arena. Um, and we, we find out that it's Papa B and Quentus are just looking at the fights for the day. Um, and it's the first time we see a guy with a trident and a net. We find out that the style is called Rediarius. Yep. Yep. Retarius. I'm glad you called that because I tried to re-listen to it multiple times and couldn't catch it. I took the note because I wanted to make sure one of us took the note of what the name of the style was because we've forgotten some of the Latin names um, of stuff. But yeah, so we do get a really cool conversation here because I alluded to it in the in season one. I forget what episode it was when I was talking to you guys saying like there's a reason that Naeus uses the net yes. and tried. And I remember yeah. saying that to you guys. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I was it. waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's we cool. see it's it a fond- cool way, right? Yeah. Because- we see it pawned on him later. And I, I love too how they, I mean, we'll get to it, but they say like, Oh, just put it on someone who's lower. He's not yeah. doing that's this. That's yeah. this conversation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then so- obviously Naeus becomes like the number two in season one or number three or yeah. whatever. So this is, this is kind of a good scene for body and Titus because, um, uh, Titus essentially says, I don't want to be in the stands. I want to be closer to the action like here with the, with the citizens. Um, but he's kind of talking shit on the new style. He says he favors the Mermillo. But Quintus says the crowd loves it. And soon enough, there will be someone from this Rediarius style in every single game. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Lenista who owns a Ludus without one, you're going to be left in the dust. Yeah. He surely and does have fucking head. I was just dude, this, this, <laughs> dude, this is just the old head. It's versus, the boomer personality. It's the boomer that you're versus yeah. the zoomer. Dude, yeah. it's yeah, just I love it. I love the dynamic. <laughs> but I love that um, um, Badiatis kind of won him respect with that Crixus versus Octus yeah. situation. And now he's listening to him. He's reaching out. Titus yeah. has a really positive episode, for, and I hate to admit yeah. that. Until the end, Until all the way end. up, he's just like nicer this whole episode, yep. and he's just like his attitude shifted because he doesn't think On- there's some shicey shit going right. on in the background. So he's Little trying to. He, know. he thinks he squashed it already. Like yep. you know, whatever. Oh my god, you wanna you wanna talk about zoomers, man? Just throwing <laughs> orgies at the house while the <laughs> while the old man's away. Oh my Boat god! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh um, uh, my god. So yeah. what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we all just kind of like got lost in nostalgia. Huh? So yeah. essentially Asher the- and Deegan next, yep. right? That's, yep. that's yes. what this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, leads yeah. to. They're watching, they're there to watch. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Right. The opposite of a pep talk from Doctor. Yeah. Oh <laughs> he god. sucks I, at pep I talks. Have, yeah. I have the whole thing here. He said, repeat my words in speech that Dagan can understand. You bear the mark of the brotherhood and an honor you have not earned. Your true test awaits you. Live and count yourself among us. Die and prove yourselves as unworthy as I suspect. Oh, my gosh. Wow, dude. Like, even Animaeus is telling them like it is. Usually, I would think he would at least be encouraging, like, win this house body Odyssey and be short about it. But he just said, go and prove me right. You guys aren't shit. Yeah. I don't don't know if Doctore has been doctoral long enough to know how to pep talk yet that's so, true like, right, he's right, just right. learning how to do it but um there's some a little bit of a translation 
scheme going on yeah. here by Asher. You're seeing like he's he he has he hasn't been perfectly translating to Dagan really at all this right. season. Yeah. But like this is it's starting to divert in a meaningful way now. Mm-hmm. Like he's saying things to him to basically change his attitude about like Doctor right. and like what's gonna happen if they win this fight and stuff. And you know, he obviously ne- Asher also does the the courtesy of never actually retranslating yeah. what Dagan says because he's always like, I'm gonna fuck you or I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. You know? Making sure yeah. too that he's keeping Dagan tied to yeah. him. I also like how you say translate, but they don't know that word translate. So they just Go, they just go around it yeah. in their language yeah. with whatever they're going to say. It's just funny. Speak the word. Yeah, and like, like transform it to what he can understand. Yeah, speak words that he can understand. It he basically like speaks that. the definition of the word translate. Yeah. Yes. Just so then we get the fight. Um, well, before the fight, you can see Asher's into it. He says, don't worry. The fierce Asher will oh bring glory to the house. And I was just like, ah, oh, it's just sad now, guys. This fucking Go guy. out and do your business. Walk the walk before you talk the talk. But the thing is, that's a genuine desire of his like when we know that from the from the first season like he actually wants to be a glory that's why it's so tough man he have you guys we've all watched blue mountain state do you remember the one episode with the dude who's like dad is a booster and just buys his way onto the team it's like rudy but everybody hates him Mm -hmm. i just think asher's this dude in the ludos (laughs) if you haven't seen blue mountain state that is a horrible thing to say to someone or about someone but But you should watch that show then yeah it's Oh my god, binge with us? Brooks <laughs> oh, and Vats? Yeah. We're all bad. We invented no, Titty Sucker. I'm, I'm a rook, actually. We can Dude, do it. Ooh, it's amazing. Wow, it. say less. Okay, right. we're going to have to talk off the sidebar off the pod. Anyway, it's a 2v2 battle. It's Asher and Dagan versus two nobodies. We get their names later, but they're nobodies. Asher gets murked. Dagan takes it too. His guy takes care of business. Asher gets He's about to die, and yeah. before his opponent can deal the final blow, Dagan stabs the dude in the back, and Asher gets up, talking this shit, saying, yeah. ah, this is what happens to anybody who, you know, faces Asher. Yeah. Like, this is, this will he hurt does my heart. Because he's the one that actually, you know, like, Dagan hurts the dude and basically puts him on life, on yeah. life. Like he's gonna die, and Asher goes up and executes right. the shit out of him. You're right. To take to try and act like he claimed that win. That one, this one really hurt my heart, man. Because like, I wanted Asher to be like. I mean, we'll see if he has any other fights, but I want him to be like confident. He's doing the whole. I'm getting my ass kicked, and I'm gonna brag in the wrong. Now I I don't like that. There's a lot of things that make him a villain, and it's the character traits that I like for entertainment wise but this is just a straight like i don't like it but doesn't it make you feel a little more justified about how all the other gladiators treat him in season one like oh yeah that's yeah yeah, i I didn't i almost didn't want it to be justified i wish that asher was a competent gladiator i think that would have made it he's not a good gladiator which makes him nothing which makes he has no redeemable qualities other than that he's a good talker yeah i don't know what else is left for two more episodes but I mean, this makes it even more relevant when he tries to tell Badiatis, like, I had some glories in my day. And he's yeah. like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so, nothing damn. anyone will remember. I just really wanted it to be, like, you know, he was pretty good. I don't, I didn't need him to be, like, Spartacus or Ganicus or anything, but I wanted him to be good and then, like, get hurt. And then it kind of, you know, they made fun of him and hurt his, you know. Re- nah, you man, know, they knew what uh, they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Damn. So, 
anyway, uh, we get Papa B and Quintus in the stands. Uh, Papa B says the man assumes credit of his betters, essentially saying he's taking credit for what Dagan did. And Badiatis says, oh, he's just swept up in the moment. So Badiatis kind of defends him. Uh, but next we have Vettius making presentation of his newly acquired gladiator. Uh, the darkest thing east of the Rhine mm. is, is where he's from. Uh, Cabarrus Mermillo. Mm. So it's another Mermillo fighter. Um, and yeah, they, they just watch this fight, but the crowd really, really loves this dude. And it's another Papa B just... He's kind of warning patience against Vettius because the fact that the crowd likes Vettius' new guy is kind of ruffling... Uh, uh, Quintus's feathers. Right. So Papa B is just warning patience. Just you know, he's he's got Tullius under his wing. You know, just just be patient with. And him. this raised a question for me that I want to ask you guys. Um, basically, Papa B says to Badiatis, like you're, you know, like all this shady thinking you have and reaching for these heights is the reason, like we can't, we're ba- like we can't do this. Like we right. basically can't do this. But my whole thing was like, why is like reaching for being in the opening games of the new arena, like? ambitious and like how many lanistas are there in capua that this is ridiculous to assume that Badiatis deserves a man in the opening games like, I have. he has like the coolest mountaintop i guarantee <laughs> yeah. out of any of them like what like why why wouldn't he be a little bit into the idea of getting a place into um into the opening games and I completely agreed, like, that should be the aspiration of all lanistas in capua and yeah, yeah. the the logistics of it they're there can't, be be, there can't be more than a dozen in the one small city of Capua. Like, that should be their aspiration. So, I, th- I think it's more just he's a boomer, dude. He's set yeah, his ways and, and he's pretty satisfied with where he's been able to climb in his lifetime, mm-hmm. establishing the house and raising it to where it is now. But Badiatis is young, hungry. He's, he's ready to scrap. And, mm-hmm. and is just he really these- young, though? Because he's only five years removed from – like in five years, it's a season one. Like Younger, still has a lot of adulthood left. I, I would say. He's I mean, when we had... it's nice to see that, like this is the exact criticism that's leveled at his dad during season one when he's yeah. been dead. Yeah. And then what exactly what you just said is what yeah. Badiata says in season one. It's just I don't know. I just really like the prequel relationship between the two of them. We get to see it in like person and them actually interact. Mm-hmm. Right. Also in that fight, I don't know if you guys caught it. The the new Mermillo of Vettius' fight, there was an awful CGI yep. sequence wherein he hit the shield and there was like a full second delay mm-hmm. and then he bounced. And he flew. To the yeah, like he's on a rope. Yeah, how you did? It was bad. Awful. It was like a full second. Right after it was just like Curtis's jump that ends it the Ganesh's fight. It yeah. was, yeah. and he just like hovers and, and Literally, drops. he just like glitched. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised like that made it through however many rounds of Yeah, They probably had it done. They were just like, fuck it. They didn't want to do the stunt again. Damn, I need to see that. And, then, and then he gets uh, Cabarrus, right, is his name? Yeah. Rips the guy's heart out. Oh, yeah, he kills <laughs> it. Yeah. He throws it at the screen, yeah. and that's our transition. Mm-hmm. Um, transition to Our ladies, Lucretia and Gaia in the Woo! marketplace. Um, and this they're is, talking about Titus. And, well, Gaia does, like, express, like, pretty quickly that, to Lucretia that – She's pretty much done with Capuo if Titus is around. So she wants to yeah. she wants to leave. Like she's like, I just can't be around this anymore, you know. Wasn't the reason they weren't in the games, like in the arena, was because Titus was with Badiatis in the stands? I think so. Yeah. I th- so that's sense. why yeah, I mean, he's, he's not a, watching. He the was games. a prick to Gaia. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Um 
but Lucretia, I guess, is just trying to defend her uh, father-in-law, saying Titus is but an old man set in his ways, which we've been preaching to the choir. Lucretia is a homie, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but great. yeah, and then they get to talking about Gaia and how she's a widow, and she says, "You have a husband to protect you. I have nothing." You know. Uh, and Lucretia just says, well, we're going to have to remedy that situation. Enter Petronius, yeah. who is a uh, random rich Roman Just man. another yeah. fancy rich Roman. Um, boy, they're just a dime a dozen. No titles. They? Um, no titles, yeah. But it's Petronius. Guy hits on him um, and name drops Lucretia. And he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lucretia of House Badiatis? I've heard of House Body Artist. Yep. <laughs> like he's, so we got Starts another praise in the house of kink. Yeah. Bro, we got another They party, praise. baby. Yeah. But uh, just to double back real quickly to your dime a dozen comment is that uh, Guy has a nice line that I'm sure Luke likes when she says, uh, in desperate times, fortune must give way to more assertive means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, she wants what she wants. She, she, kn- she knew he was yeah. going to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I mean, Petronius, Petronius gives her a little ownage too, man. He was, he acted, he had no idea who she was yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much, you know. Yeah. Second only, time. Yeah. She's gotten slighted yeah. by the upper Romans. And it's only when Lucretia's name, like you said, Brian, that he starts to perk up a little bit. Yeah, the body artist <laughs> is the name that he's interested yeah. in. Um, so, yeah, then next scene we have in the Ludus. Crixus is sparring with Neus. Um, Asher is just returning with Dagon. Yeah, to lackluster applause. Like, he, he comes in yeah. hype. You know, Such I a coxmack. I forget the names. Yeah. This name and this name. Never to rise again. And we have a couple people doing the, the, some, the golf like clap. Golf like, clap. people were banging Tapping on the, the shield. Yeah, yeah whatever, whereas if bro. it was, like, anybody else coming back victorious they would be so women and wine yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i just want to stop it right here but imagine like being one of the gladiators who's not in the games imagine it's just like like homies like barca and Gannicus are getting sent off not to fight against each other that's what the hypothetical was here but like just to fight against someone from other ludus like you don't know if they're coming back yeah so sure. if you see one of your brothers come back it's a party yeah that is I, I love the dynamic of the brotherhood. There's just such a bond, man. It's so good. And I, you don't you can't really appreciate it until you deep dive into the show like we're doing right now. Like Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, and that's that's really all we get. We like, do see um I think I, I my note just says Crix is having that subtle character growth because I think he's just like grinding harder than anybody in that scene mm-hmm. like you see him like working really hard which... oh well you know what it, i think he's just beating the shit out of naeus like is it I th- naeus I th- I th- I think, yeah yeah i think he's handling naeus and i think yeah is this where we get that's a, no, that's already... later okay no, thank no, you yeah. that's later okay. yeah yeah thank you um, um, the next thing that happens in this scene is that uh doctori basically tells Gannicus to get up off his ass and start training and yeah. then uh papa b is like bring him up top yeah titus up. wants yeah. a word with Gannicus. um so titus he's just asking Gannicus what's up like you're the champion why are you he's acknowledging that he doesn't have the work ethic expected of a champion mm-hmm. he's asking you think yourself to be better than any man in in the arena he says in the arena i am every man's equal my heart beats for house body artists um and there's a kind of straight face yeah, yeah he does emotion. he said what is your how what does your heart beat for for house body artists and then he gets dismissed um and it's just titus and quintus talking and he says gannicus speaks but words i seek to hear he is no champion of my house mm-hmm. bro gannicus is the champion of Town tv's house right. oh my god yes, uh, we don't sir, give a shit dude. what titus thinks gannicus is our champion absolutely but titus Titus doesn't like the champion of Gafua. I mean, he has a point from his perspective. 
Yeah, but his perspective don't mean his shit. perspective sucks, yeah. but he has a point from his perspective. Okay, boomer. That's what he <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, said. Okay, boomer. I beat someone with a blindfold, and then he just hoofs. Yeah, it. that should be one of the first things that Badiata said. Like, yeah, I put him up against a guy, and he had to blindfold himself, and he still messed him up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're going to ask me, what do, what do the Rooks want to see? I want to see Gannicus fight again. I'm just going to say oh that right gosh, now. I know. It's been too I long. I thought you were about to say. It's been kill, kill, Gannicus fight Titus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he does fight in old head in this episode, yeah. but we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, so anyway, uh, anything else for the Titus and Gannicus nope. talk? So no. our next scene is our ladies once again. In a the little villa. scene. Yep. Yep. Yeah, in the villa. So Lucretia is worried that Titus will find out about essentially the orgies they've been throwing in the escapades that they've been doing to try and accommodate Senator Varus and this, that, and the other thing. Um, Quentin- I was, yeah, I was pretty surprised that Badiatis comes in and basically <laughs> they tell him the deal. Like, Gaia is the one who's leading it. And it's like, I'm t- basically telling him what she plans, and he's not worried at all yeah. about the reputation spreading to Titus. Oh, he's a schemer. I was cool with that. I was like, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. I thought Badiatis was going to be a little mad. All he, all he sees is the opportunity for oh, more favor with yeah. more rich Roman yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, That's all he cares about. So, yeah, he essentially, uh, Aquentis allows Petronius to come to the villa for more exotic delights um, with the stipulation that he will take care of his father, like make sure he's not around. And that's the end of that scene. Next, we get Gannicus. Penis. <laughs> we got some penis. Oh my that, god! Yeah, this scene you know, opens up with just naked people in the back. Oh yeah, we did get a lot of penis. <laughs> Crixus has a I mean, whole conversation on. with just cock and view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hell yeah! Did I miss a scene? Bro. I have the next scene is Gannicus and Melita in the cells. Did I miss uh, something? No, they're just he's in the bathhouse oh, okay, where well. we get the dick, and then he sees her walk by, and then gotcha. leaves and goes and after her. Okay, and they essentially just start. Talking to each other, um, cryptically again. Yeah. Like <laughs> Melita says, people are going to get suspicious if they see us talking together. And Gannicus says, would they not be suspicious if two close friends stop talking to each other right. out of the blue? And he's right. Um, but he's then, way more right than she is. Oh, yeah. She's thinking oh, like yeah. every like you know we know, but no one else fucking. Well, knows. I mean, it's because they they both know that there's some there's some actual feelings going I on, mean, and that's. Yeah. Go ahead. And how many times too? It's like we haven't brought this up, and I think it get it happens again later. Like guy just keeps bringing it up, and Lucretia's like, "Stop, stop, <laughs> keep it a secret." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, they know what it would do to the whole household if Anemius actually found out about this. So. I mean, at this point, that's yeah, their doctorate against their champion, Ooh. against their top housemaid. That's okay. Disaster. And I want I want to bring up a subject to my other rookie Jimmy over here. So, what in hindsight do you think they should have done? Because I think had they laid their cards on the table like within hours of the event happening, and they weren't trying to tiptoe around him, they just told him this happened. We didn't have a choice. We're slaves. We had to have sex. We're telling you right now, as soon as we can. We don't want to lie. I completely agree. Like if anyone's gonna understand, it's Doctore. He knows Thank how you. this works. Like, like if I, I'm surprised they didn't. And I thought she might've been the one, I mean, I guess both of them should have thought of that. I mean, why wouldn't you? Cause now he's going to find out at some point and it's going to be an explosion. I don't know how it's going to come out. I I hope that Gannicus finally does tell him. And I thought Gannicus was going to tell him on that ludus scene where yeah. he decides not to talk to him i guess that was the point of the scene but i mean there's literally nothing that they could have done okay so we're in agreement yeah. that they should have come clean right away yeah i mean all it should do to doctor is maybe obviously awkwardness but 
he would forgive them, I would think, and then he would have problems with Badiatis, Lucretia, whoever, yeah. you know, allowed it. And Just I, to play devil's advocate would be because Badiatis directly gave them the order yes. not to. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, Which, you know, if they're defending their decision to have having had done it, then they're breaking the reason right. that they did it yeah. by, yeah. Do, by telling him, you know, so yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, but anyway, so this is the first time that Gannicus verbalizes that there's something to the feelings he says yet the thought of you it proves troublesome mm. like he he you can tell in his vibe too like he's kind of a little bit shooketh to his core yeah. when he's around melita or doctor right now and doctor feels the vibe too um dude i really wanted to ask you guys questions in our last episode but it was so hard for me to do that without leading you to thinking yeah. something so yeah. i was just gonna you know kind of let it go but it's 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 such a complicated relationship that we see like evolve into what it is in this episode it's just it's, it was hard to see coming and it was just whack we, we even touched about it was either episode one or two where they do actually you know bang melita and Gannicus, but in in the actual scene where they're having sex like they allude when they're getting into the thick of it like right she's just enjoying it, it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah there yeah. there's enjoyment there oh, so yeah. i think they've been alluding to this mm -hmm. conclusion uh but the next scene it's kind of going in parallel is melita and doctore so that's that's her two men these scenes are like piggybacking on one another um and doctore is just airing out his grievances says the men no longer accept me as gladiator and don't respect me as doctore so that's what he's going through right even, now and he i think he even says ganicus isn't even sending him any signs of respect like yeah no. That's like yeah the thing that kind of drives it home for him is that like even ganicus mm -hmm. doesn't respect me yeah Melita says, insists essentially that he shows the men he is in complete control, leave nothing up to question. Like she essentially says, you got to start acting like a doctor and they'll follow suit. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's partially your fault for still acting like a gladiator. You're yeah. not that anymore. Like establish your role, be dominant, you know, just, just handle the situation. Um, and use they, that whip baby boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they bang, they bang, but she's, she's thinking, thinking about, about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this little positive PTSD or something. Yeah. Know, really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, <sighs> she's thinking about it, man. It hurts. I hate it because it's our boy, doctor. Yeah. He's getting just bamboozled here. Yeah. It's a shame. Oh, but, and we know he's a detective. He's going to find out. He's going to find out, Like, man. if anybody has the tools to find <laughs> out, it's Dr. Ori. He's just got to put that cap on, oh, man. Detective. Oh, he's got to hang gotta do is put well, Now, cap. yeah, he's got to find the cap first. We yeah, gotta, he's like, just got the whip. The cap's yeah, coming. The cap's definitely coming. We got to – someone's good with, like – Design. Yeah, Photoshop. Yeah, we just got to get him in the like, full Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Like, That's how yeah, I envision yeah. yeah. Sherlock Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now we go back to the Ludus grounds Indeed after the sex Lutus. scene, right? Yeah. So this is where Naeus. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right away, Doctor moves off. He was. Does anybody have the quote? I don't. He essentially he, says, "You're shit with a short sword. Like take this trident and net." He was yeah. pissed. Naeus yeah. was pissed. He was pissed. But this is where Doctor A starts to establish his dominance, breaks out that whip, and whips Naeus right there. The whole Ludus kind of gets hushed yep. because this is probably the first time he's acted like a Doctor yeah. A should. Show some assertiveness, man. Yep. Yeah, and they all start to get the message, I think. Uh, Gannicus was in his cell and kind of comes out too, right? He's, I mean, he was out training. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And then it happens. And then he basically looks to bark and was like, yo, bro, let's go. And then yeah. he starts kind of fiercely sparring with him. Yeah. 
exchanges fire under his ass. Yeah, he exchanges some weird looks with Melita, who's on the balcony too. This I hate how this is so uncomfortable because the Animaeus Ganicus Brotherhood was probably my favorite interaction between two characters season aside. Like anytime they were on the screen together, they were just making magic. And now the Brotherhood is going through it. And dude, the best part about at at least for me, I'm not I can't speak for Kyle and Paul. But the best part about this is because Melita and Ganicus aren't in the next season, like, you guys have no idea. Right. Like, it's like, so yeah. open-ended about what could happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the that's obvious answer here is that Doctor kills both of them. <laughs> <laughs> just stabs them both in the face. Yeah. yeah. No way. Well, we, we know tra- tragedy is going to strike Melita because yeah. he, he was Bonded very with Spartacus. He was very solemn that. about that yeah. and said, "Yeah, she was taken from me too soon." So, so we, something bad's gonna happen. When he's, I can't remember fully, but does he say she died in the first season, or does he just say she was taken? It's for sure implied that she died because okay. even Badiatis mentions like his wife at some point in the first season. Yeah, because you know? I mean, it could have been like taken, meaning like left the, yeah. you know, sent away like Navia. I just I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So on the balcony during the scene, same right? scene on the balcony. Yeah. It's Quintus, Lucretia and Titus and Lucretia and Quintus are kind of just urging him to take leave because of his health. I think uh, the proposition Quintus wants him to go to Neapolis to recruit, to get some new recruits. And mm-hmm. I think that's the guys like a new slave shipment in Neapolis. Let's take a little excursion there for the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, he he says like let's get away for a day or two at first, and he's saying no, we're not getting away. And then he does the the let's look at some recruits together, yeah. see if we could have the it's, same eye and pick he, the same. Rec- he kind of does that thing that he did when Lucretia was offering him the honeyed wine, where he's serious and then takes yeah. it back. He says, "You a spot, you uh conspire against an old man." Dot 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 to your advantage. We Let's, leave yeah. for Neapolis <laughs> tomorrow. Something like that. Yeah, what all, a, yeah. this OG's uh, got some tricks. Got in some yeah. dad jokes. Dude. Uh, Titus leaves, and Quintus essentially puts Lucretia in charge of making the arrange. Excuse me, puts Lucretia in charge of making arrangements for Petronius. Essentially, she has the green light to a full-blown orgy <laughs> daddy mom and dad are away. Yeah. Like Lucretia gets to play, and then she it. expresses nice concern rightfully so that the roman men like they won't if they start right. getting an appetite for something crazy like i can't stop them this is when Badiatis, which talks speaks to our conversation earlier yeah says like tell salonius to come and he could kind of like help you out here so i think that says a lot more about how Badiatis still considers him a brother right did Badiatis suggest that I yes he did yeah, yeah, yeah because nice. she did was call, expressing did he call him good salonius no, yeah. yeah. good salonius bro <laughs> he does Boy. <laughs> I don't think Badiatis ever calls him good Salonius. No, he good doesn't. I think Salonius calls himself good Salonius. Tolius <laughs> might, I don't know, but not Badiatis. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, and then the I think it's still the Ludus Back scene. To, yep. So Animaeus is approaching Asher and Dagon and giving them their winnings from the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dagon gets twice the amount of coin as Asher at, because, and I quote Doctore, you are half the man as him man um and essentially it comes out doctor says asher if we didn't need you to translate for dagon you never would have been able to take up the sword i think he even fake translate what dagon says to say he's like why doesn't asher get more money yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Dagon's asking why i D- why dagon, he's getting what's dagon's quote it's so good he says i'm gonna spend this on like 
I mean, a lot to pussy. He yeah, says, I'm I mean, gonna get myself a lot of yeah. pussy with this one. But it's yeah. like I was Legend. like, yeah, beast. So Asher funny. is, I mean, yeah. To his credit, this is, I mean, what you guys like about him, though. He's yeah. Thinking good, on his feet. good Dagon is wondering why I didn't get as much as he did. <laughs> good Dagon? <laughs> Bro, no. I just can't be good. I overruled that. <laughs> good Dagon. That's too funny. Uh, so next we get, um, we get what? We get good Crixus offering. <laughs> We're just throwing it around. I hate it. Good Crixus. Good yeah. I want to stand for it. But really, this is a good moment. Ah, yeah, they is. are good people, though. Good Crixus. This isn't good, Barca. This is the moment I was hinting at yeah. earlier at the end of the first episode when you do get a lot more of that solidification of the future bromanship, like between these two, like the <laughs> the bromanship. It, yeah, it's too yeah. respectful to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. But it's cool they do bring up um, the Averni again, like saying that that's a that's Averni. Is that the name? Alverni. Yeah, Alverni. Because yeah, yeah. that's just like the name of. The basical, basically, the the country enemy between the Gaul, where Crixus is from, like they yeah. always hate each other. We're warring tribes and stuff, and so they get, all use spears. Yeah, we. So Crixus is only here to bring bread for the pigeons, mm -hmm. um, which uh, Barca says the pigeons were octuses. Like I never cared for them, but now they're all I have left. They have a heart to heart. Crixus says, you know, I'm I'm a Gaul. We were at war with these people, but I was taken before I was able to take up arms. Like I never fought the Alverni. Um, and all this stuff, but he says Octus was my first kill in the arena. Like he he will kill, not in the arena, kill. Right? Yeah, he was. Uh, I, I think, think he, he said says kill. kill in battle. Yeah, because the whole was point, it kill in battle? The whole point I, about I the Alverni story kill. was that his he didn't get to fight against the spears, even though his brother and his dad did, was because yeah. he was too young to hold a sword. Then he got taken by the Romans. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Like Octus was his first kill ever. Okay. Okay. And yeah, that's why he says he'll never be forgotten. So yeah. And that's all I said. It Epic. was just, yeah, Epic. you're absolutely right. They're planting seeds of the bromance, which I love because we love Barca. We love Crixus. And, mm -hmm. and we know that they're going to be cool in Blood and Sand, but this is, they're tying it all together. That's yep. what the prequel does a great job is just continuity of the story. Dude, getting us fan, right to Blood and Sand. It's just so fan service. It really it's awesome. Is. And it's great Crixus mm -hmm. backstory here. They threw, oh, yeah. they threw yeah, these six episodes yeah. together yeah. in, like, half the time, too. Like, it mm -hmm. wasn't even meant to happen this season. And, like, they only did it six episodes because it was on short notice because of, like, Andy's sickness, his round two of his sickness and stuff. Like, they did a fantastic Boy, job for having, like, not a lot of, yeah. you know. Really? Seriously? I mean, it's a great full circle moment that, like, his, like, you know, Chris's ambition was basically started with fighting people with spears. And now he's yeah. starting to realize it by fighting people with spears. Mm-hmm. Not okay. a weakness rip. in season one. Yeah, rip oh, Octus. Rip Octus. So next scene, we go to Quintus and Titus, who are in Neapolis, and they are uh, at a slave auction. So the guy is just showing him his wares. I forget the first guy he points out, if there was anything special about him. Uh, but Quintus immediately says he's favoring the left side, yeah. which shows that he has an injury in the right leg. And that the guy's was cool. like, He knows what he's oh, doing. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, he, really he, cool. he knows how to walk the walk. Um. But the next guy he says, I have mm. a Thracian. <laughs> and like right away, Badiata stops him and says, Thracians are too difficult to control and infuriate the goals beyond reason. And so I was just like, oh my God, man. are you kidding me? That, that, <laughs> that, that was the one who was just looking us in the face and yeah. giving us a wink. Yeah, yeah. A wink. yeah. definitely. So oh my good. gosh. <laughs> Um, but do you want to just crush the second Neapolis Neapolis scene real quick? Yeah. It yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I'm pretty sure right after that he says, like Titus kind of says, like you know these. Is that when he says, you know these guys are all shit, or basically? Yeah, says, they're like, yeah. let's get out of here and get a drink. They're all shit. Let's mm -hmm. go get a drink. We'll come back to what hap where it actually flashes to. But the second part of Neapolis was just basically 
Titus saying, you know, kind of them having a good father-son moment and Titus saying like, you know, I, I pretty much, the first thing I got out of it was that he never really um, approved of the marriage to Lucretia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but it's also like, he is kind of giving him positive saying like, you're doing a good job. Like I'm really kind of enjoying this. You're, I'm helping you get to the right path and stuff like that. Um, and then I think he just kind of moves on to say, like, let's go back to Capua. You knew those slaves were all shit. You just wanted to mend this relationship, and I love it. Thank you. Boom. Yeah. Well, he, had, he yeah. also says, like, we didn't have to fucking come yeah, here. Yeah, he was this. like, this is just a ploy to get us to bond, right? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, you got me. Well, there's an orgy going on. At, yeah. Uh, the exact note I have is dad wants to leave. Badiatis is pooping his silks. Because <laughs> they show his face yeah. afterwards, now, and he's this, like, ah. Is this, is this the first time we hear him say that lucretia was lower than him yeah it that's yes. a big deal like i didn't yeah. i didn't realize that and you don't I, he, doesn't, was, he doesn't was, get into too many specifics but there is lines later and i have yeah. that written down we could talk about that then or now it doesn't really matter but yeah it, he just didn't approve of lucretia body artist airs he he tells his dad i wanted to study military you said i couldn't so i didn't i did not want to be you know the uh lenista and the ludus but I am like, here I am doing everything that you asked of me. Um, when, when have I ever steered you wrong? To which he said, when you married someone beneath you. Yeah. Right. the one there you time you, you disobeyed me. So that honestly is kind of like, you know, that's as good of a compliment as he's yeah. getting. Yeah. Also, I do want to say like, I'm pretty sure Titus asked him. He saw through the guys. He said, you knew they were shit. Like, why are we here? And gave him the opportunities to suggest. Mm-hmm. He didn't yep. put the words oh, in his mouth. Oh, that's true. That's true. Badiatis lied to him yep. and said. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a like heat. a white line. Yeah. But. It's, it's but <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Titus insists they go I want to see the good in Badiatis. So, <laughs> and yeah, the, and right. the, the important line there is that he does say like, you know, just a few hours on the road. So there is a yeah. time gap. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he body Otis and his dad have been gone for enough time where yeah. they could have gotten away with this if the mm-hmm. ending didn't happen. But all right, let's jump back to the villa. So first off, we have Deanna and Navia real quick. Navia's just like, we haven't talked since you had sex with that guy. What happened? And Deanna is just a new woman. She says, I don't have time for your childish needs and stuff like that. Like I have to work. And she, she looks miserable. They tell her to go get washed for tonight and stuff. Like she's going to be used again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Poor Deanna. Horrible life. I dude. Yeah. I, I liked the, I wanted to like Deanna in the beginning. She just didn't have a chance. Yeah. yeah. She never had she's a too chance. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She fuck that fixed. weird guy yeah man. Yeah, fucking casudius or whatever his name i don't even care what his name is it all right anyway so it's lucretia and melita uh lucretia says i want you by my side tonight like uh there's only one thing i ask of you um keep what does she say give this list of gladiators to dr and have them oiled and like up here by by tonight um and she says i want you as my right hand girl tonight which is an honor melita thanks her but says i ask that you keep dr from telling titus about the dealings that we have and doesn't keep your she, man in line doesn't she also say like i'll keep you oh yeah she i'm said, not gonna let them like fuck you yeah yeah, 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 yeah i yeah, mean yeah. and she also says you know because if doctori finds out he might fi- or if uh, titus finds out from doctoria then doctoria might find out some other stuff and that would be bad yeah. remember so it's kind of like blackmail yeah doing the blackmail thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and 
yeah, right there, Salonius arrives. Um, and they say, oh, good Salonius arrives. Let's get this 40. They do drop yeah. a good Now Salonius. it's a rager. Yeah, yeah. Skip now the little, party can like all these Romans there. Yeah. I, the for one, personally was shocked at how many people were there. Yeah. Because I, mean, I feel like you don't get that impression. Too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you don't you're, really get that. But that's how the Zoomer parties go. Dude. Oh, yeah, you yeah, invite yeah. some people who invite some people yeah. who invite some people. Boy, don't what we do know? know here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. Uh, Quintus Badiatis? <laughs> <laughs> I know a uh, good Salonius. <laughs> I know good Salonius. Oh, you're oh, a friend of good Salonius. Get the hell in here. We're all friends oh, of good Salonius. All right, quick question. Who is the character you would most want to party with from Spartacus? Gaia? Uh, or Ganicus. Ganicus? Ganicus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gaia. 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 Change my mind. Gaia. 1v1 party with Gaia. You were right. You were like, either way works, dude. Gannick is guy. We're good. Give me all the G's in the show. Gnaeus starts with a G. Yeah, it's true. Silent G. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Lil Wayne said that. All right, let's skip to Lucretia. Lucretia's epic speech, which is, you know, she's a great host. Yes. Yeah. So good one. Yeah, at the party, Deanna's just getting boned again by the same guy who's like Raskos wearing, again. Yeah. Yeah, Raskos. He's wearing like ram horns, and you know it just sucks. Deanna's going through it right now, which is really unfortunate. I'm a little um, surprised there's no bets going on how many thrusts he can last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd have been like low hanging fruit to like yeah. a little yeah. little callback. But um, did Tullius already arrive at this? Point? Not yet. Not He's yet. about okay. to. Yeah. So Melita sends Navia. Gives her a jug of wine, says, put this in the pantry and don't return until all the guests leave. Yeah, Essentially says, getting... Navia, get out of here. You're the only other virgin. Like, look what what's happening to Diana. And I get didn't here. necessarily like that scene, that specific interaction, because yeah. of what they say in season one when Lucretia makes it a point when, when Asher's, like, asking for Navia and stuff to say, like, I protected her uh, virginity since she was a child. Like, if, if Melita didn't do that, she would have gotten railed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was being, like, caressed. Yeah. And that's why Melita says it, so. Yeah, you know. like, it was, it was a good point that they made it explicit that she was a virgin, mm -hmm. like, earlier. Yeah. But then they kind of ruined it there because, like, was Lucretia going to let that happen? It didn't, I don't know. I mean, it might just be Lucretia. Talking you know. herself, yeah, yeah. Yeah, talking yeah. herself up to Asher. Okay, so Lucretia, being the great host she is, says is essentially just playing to all the high Romans that are there and says, for one night only, you are masters of this house and all pleasures that, you know, all the occupants, all my gladiator slaves are yours to enjoy. And who else should stroll on in? But good Tullius. <laughs> good Tullius is the best. Say it. All you're gonna say it. It was low hanging fruit though. What are yeah. you gonna do? So good Tullius arrives. <laughs> um, Right as she finishes that quote, uh, you are the masters of this house and says an enticing offer, one I would see to full advantage. Mm. That is where you ask, who do you know here? Yeah, yeah, what, right. what was your yeah. first thought? And he would say, good Salonius. <laughs> yeah. What'd you think? I right? thought someone in? was dying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what yeah. we, uh, I, I don't know how exactly how I took it, but I was figuring that something bad was going to happen to one of her girls. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah, it was going to yeah. go where it went. I, I thought it was going to be a gladiator. Okay, I, so you I went thought right there that. was going to be a almost got both. So. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, well, we will get to it. Though. Yeah, I just, um, <laughs> I just would like to say that Lucretia making that speech just 
for whatever reason, my mind went right to like Littlefinger as like just like owning the brothel. It just seemed like yeah. it's like you know some like presentation that he would give yeah. to somebody. Like would try to give it to Oberyn, but Oberyn would be like, "Fuck all, bro. Where's the pussy?" No, yeah. yeah. I mean, Christian knows she is the perfect pair for Badiatis in almost Love every it. single way possible. Yeah. And we Except talked she's about just, like, it way hotter than him, but whatever. throughout yeah. all of Blood and Sand, last binge of the season, that Lucretia is great at you know the scheming, and she's you know such a, a like you just said a great pair to Badiatis. It's nice to see, like, basically the seeds of where that started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's already, like, the trust goes both ways because he he has the easy job. It's just to go to Neapolis with his dad. Like, seemingly, that's the easy job. And he said, Lucretia, I'm trusting you to handle Petronius and catering to all of these higher-up Romans. And don't let that happen. and trusted Lucretia. And Salonius, though. And Salonius, you're that right. Was a, you're right. That was a key part. You're right, but Le- Lucretia. And Gaia, yeah. too, yeah. because he at this point really likes Gaia. He left the villa in Lucretia's For hands, sure. I would say. And yeah. I just love that he trusts her because yeah. it's just awesome. And Lucretia is a great character. Um, but anyway, moving on at the party, um, it's, it's kind of Lucretia, Gaia, and Salonius are like, what the fuck is Tullius doing here? How did this happen? And Salonius says, I will break words, engage, mm. you know, intent, see, see what's up. Salonius he knows, is though. just the wingman homie that's just trying to... He's not, though. He's, he's, he's fake. Not, You're right. Yeah, he's, You're right. He's, he's not, not the wingman. Yeah, we find he's, out at the next time you see him, which is oh about a God. minute later, is that he's not. He's lying because he not. is the one who told Tullius what was going down. True, true. He tries to say, like, oh, I did it so this wouldn't yeah. happen, but Tullius so says, was- like, you're chasing favor and, like, basically you better shut the fuck up yeah. or the favor's gone. Yeah. Is this yeah. the slight? I guess it is, right? I mean, it's definitely a slight, but... Tullius. I kind of bought a little bit of that. I don't know. Maybe I bought it more than I should have based on how you just no, said I that, Kyle. No, I bought it, actually. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of bought it, it because like when saying... Salonius, one, he seemed genuine the whole time, or at least they were leading us to believe that he was genuine in his intentions. And two, like, the explanation checks out. Yeah. His rationale is is thorough. It's and... sketchier, and it's on the path for sure. But I still, if this was me watching this for the first time, would not think – Salonius is going to be the absolute enemy of Badiatis yet. That's okay. not on my mind yet. I don't, maybe I don't know what you guys think, but the only no, I'm with you. issue that I'm thinking about it now is when the hell did good Salonius tell Tullius? Because when Tullius sweeps him away at the market, they don't know. Right. Salonius has no idea that they're throwing an orgy. They have he a knows. Lot. He knows because they no, no, not yet. No, he not doesn't. Because that didn't. That wasn't. No, they no, had to go back to I the think, villa. I think they. It's assumed they have off-screen. It's just an off-screen. Yeah, because when they, because yeah. when Badiatis is still there with his dad, saying like, "All right, bring Salonius." Like, you have yeah. to tell Salonius. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of time in between. That, like I said, the hours. Like, there's time. There's I mean, time. any kind of conversation that Salonius is going to have with Tullius is going to piss Badiatis off. Yeah. And yeah. if Badiatis finds out that Tullius was there and Guy is dead and all this shit happened because Salonius gave him the heads up, shit's hitting the fan. Yeah. You know? Good point. Yeah. Another good point that I don't want to overlook is to continue with the Lucretia love. Uh, Lucretia's reaction to Tullius is like, he dare show his face here after what he did to my husband. Yep. And she's a rider. Yeah. Yeah, she's man. a straight rider. Yeah. Too so, many big players there to said get the fuck out yeah right you You can't do that yeah so salonius is trying to see what's up with uh talius even though he already knows um and gaia says petronius and his guests stand right with anticipation let us see them to climax enter lucretia with like a tribe of slaves dressed as animals and masks masks and direct direct parallel to obviously alithia 
in the Spartacus scene yeah. and like all the sex that goes on in the first season. Um, yeah. I just thought this was awesome, and it, it was just like obviously it's referred to as the, the episode titled "Beneath the Mask." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but before they can indulge, Tullius chimes in and says, "But first, I want an aside." And pervades the gladiators, walks right up to Gannicus and says, "I want to spar Gannicus." I'm thinking, like, what are you doing, yeah. Tullius? What? Yeah, what did you, what um, did you Lucre- guys think? Lucretia kind of chuckles and says, bring out the wooden swords. And he says, no, 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 no. I want the clang of steel. They're about to fight in an exhibition with steel swords. And like, we know that Gannicus can't do anything. Right? I where Varro died. I am too. just thinking yeah, Varro. Yeah. I'm just thinking, are they going to do our man Gannicus like this? <laughs> I mean, Doctore says to him, like, you know, make it a show. Don't make him bleed. Don't injure him. You got to take a few cuts. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Gannicus is like, you kidding me, man? And he's like, you don't want to die here because, like, you piss him off, we'll kill you. Yeah. I mean, we and see Tullius that. knows could, this. Yeah, Tullius right. Knows he knows this. the deal. Yeah. And he just wants to, because Badiatis isn't there to, like, keep things in order, he knows he can just do whatever he really wants to. I mean, to. this is exactly what Lucretia was worrying about. Yeah. Like, literally, exactly yeah. what she was worrying about. You could see her face when he's starting to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, shit. Yeah. So... Is there much to the actual fight? Like I wanted to bring up a question for okay. you guys because we we made it a big deal about at the end of season one, the finale, uh, one of the best episodes of television ever, uh, <laughs> when Badiatis has the sword and he's actually like fighting well. Yeah. Like Tullius yeah. and Badiatis would be nice to see in the arena, right? Yeah. Like those oh, two would be great. What about, fight. What about dude, Colonius and oh, yeah, Badiatis? Oh, the only person who's fighting. Oh, uh, hell yeah. I honestly think I would take Tullius though. I mean, this. yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. He was re- he was pretty good. I mean, I liked the fact that Gannicus like at least two or three times put the sword to his neck to show like, yeah, dude, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, even Melita later says, like, you took a lot of slack cuts. Like, you took a lot of cuts mm-hmm. from him, even though Doctor said to take some. Yeah. I, you know, but the point is that he's like, I, I was wondering if Gannicus was going to just, like, lose his shit and just start, like, at least, like, knock him on his ass or did, do something to cause a problem. Did the idea of him realistically dying in this scene, like, yes. Just, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, just I because it. I saw how what happened to Varro yeah. and, like, and the fact that he's not in season two, like it's, I, it's just because he that. could have died, and like nobody would have could have done anything. Nope. Like, yeah, the situation was completely in Tullius's hands, and like Anicus, it was out of his control. I mean, he tries to go for the kill, and Lucretia says something to stop it. Thank God yeah. she Dude. does. She just she just says, "Let's get to the orgy." Essentially, yeah, right. like don't spoil the good wares. Uh, she immediately turns to Melita and says, "Get his ass to the medicus now! Yep. Like get him out of here." He gives, well, him. yeah, I mean, I just think it's cool to mention yeah, he that does he does give Missio. Right. Oh, sorry. And yeah. then that is, that kind of justifies Lucretia freaking out a little yeah. bit. Because, yeah, because he's like, yeah. he's surrendering. It's not like you're just killing him off of like a turn and something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, chill the fuck out, Tolia. So you two, touch my boy. Two yeah. things I'd like to point out would be Spartacus would have handled that situation Way terribly. Terribly. Would have been clever. Yeah, that would have been terrible. Yeah. There would have been head removed from body. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and while Tullius is a little douche for doing that, he definitely got the party to another level. Because yeah, <laughs> so they were feeling Tullius it. Now? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they showed it and we're like, oh, and then it's like, all right, let's fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. The vibe went up. Good yeah, vibe check. Good job, Tullius. Yeah. Only time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Literally. <laughs> um, okay, so then we get Gannicus and Melita, and they 
essentially just confess their love to each other, like confess their feelings Whoa, to each one. other. Yeah, confess their yeah, feelings. Yeah. I brought it back right away. Yeah. Um, Ganicus's response to Melita saying you took too many hits was, I was ordered not to raise a hand. Other commands have been more pleasurable. Mm-hmm. My guy. Yeah. Uh, so they just confess their mutual feelings. There's more to it than just being forced to have sex, and they kind of make out a little bit. And I'm just thinking, poor duck. Yeah, Tory. that's the last we get of those two for this episode, yeah. right? So we can talk openly um, about the predictions. Or doesn't something happen at the end of the episode? Don't believe so. No, oh, okay. I mean, no more with them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's all it's all orgy and then okay, so yeah, that's their last party. Okay, orgy. okay, okay. Uh, you said predictions. What are you What are you asking specifically? I want to know what what hap- What you guys stake your claim because uh, you, you don't get another this, chance. We did this last episode too, man. I, Give me. The, I I think that this yeah. is just like I'm actually pretty pissed off that Ganicus is going full in. Like that actually pisses me off. I think my. I was just about to say body artist orders uh melita to death but then dr still likes body odyssey in season two so that or season one so that can't be a thing i don't know you gotta really yeah i guess the context clues of season one are important because they obviously knew season one at the time so they did a good yeah. job of not breaking any yeah maybe she gets like sent to the mines or something or sold or just but it seemed like dr had confirmation she dies i don't know how we're gonna get there because i, I don't see who has any issue with melita as of right now dude monogamy I mean, is like a thing of like the bc times so you can have three you can have two wives or two husbands right you can if you want <laughs> yeah. you can yeah i mean i'm just i'm just i'm pissed off at our boy man i i think that you know yeah I I don't I kind of feel like it's rushed. I mean, obviously it's six episodes. We're on episode four. Um, I just think that you know you show the bro ship, like the major bromanship, okay? And then I said to you in the last episode that I took it almost as a rook that they that he liked her even before that sex scene because like I took this the the gazing other eyes like. I know. I'm pretty sure Brian, you just said they're, they're friends and you yeah. got it like that. But for some reason, I was like, literally, the first time they show her, her looking at him when he's in the quote unquote arena, I was like, they banging? Like, that's what I thought. Damn. Cause I think either Kyle or Paul also said that to me off screen, like off podcast without you two in the room. And I took it like you did, Brian. I never saw that even a little bit the first yes. time I was watching it. Like, I thought it was complete just best friendship yeah uh, i mean how many times we gotta do the typical like two best friends fall in love with the same chick like it's a little different because the one best friend is already married to her well yeah that's true i mean uh, i mean ganicus's whole thing what i mean what he says is basically like she's like we shouldn't do this like it's bad whatever and he says to not say it would be worse than the lie we tell on emmaus which i don't agree with yeah and also like if you know her so well can, are you going to tell me that it takes banging her to just be to, to have any feelings? Like, I mean, you should have liked her in that way or had feelings for her if mm-hmm. you're that close anyway. I mean, unless you're just getting all into the lust shit, you know? I just feel like it's a very unique situation. Yeah. Obviously, he, he like no likes her as a, as a person, and then now he's commanded to have sex with her. And, you know, as they say, sex changes everything. Yeah, I guess. I mean... Uh, it's just an interesting dynamic. It's, yeah, it's, the, what plays out is pretty much on very weird. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea if he lives or dies. 
or her. I mean, yeah, I guess we because you had told me, which with no spoilers, you just said it, it makes sense why he's not in the first season. Yeah, of course it so, has to. Yeah, yeah. it has to. Yeah. So we don't know if that means he's sent away. We don't know if that means he dies. Doctor, you gonna kill him, dude? Ugh. Tell us right now. <laughs> Doctor is not gonna nah, kill he can't do it. He's gonna have a tear running down his cheek, and he's gonna maybe he like escape, not maybe kill him. <laughs> sent to the mines. Maybe he gets bought by another Lanista. But uh, I ain't gonna let him I get bought. I, I, I that was the whole plot point of the first three. Yeah. Episodes. Well, where you right? I mean, right. Right. Yeah. got pissed on rather than sell him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Worth we know it. that that body eyes like he doesn't care about the love shit when it comes to his his slaves. Like mm-hmm. if but if Gannicus and Doctore are his Doctore and his champion, it's gonna be Melita that goes somewhere, you know. So yeah, he he cares, but the bare minimum of anything that he right. cares about is keeping them happy. Right. Yeah. Want to get back to the party? Let's get back Definitely. to the party. The party turned orgy at this point, so people are just Ooh, Last thing, though, real quick. He does uh-huh. say, he does quickly say, did we mention the quote when Gannicus, Melita says, like, what would happen if we, if he figures out what's going on right here when they're hooking up? And he says, I would kill us both. Did we say that? Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she says, she like, said, if you were him, yeah. what would you do? And he yeah. said, I would oh, kill yes, us both. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did not say that, but yeah. interesting. Uh, Dr. Ray. We mentioned that outcome, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. A is a better man than Gannicus, though. True. Good Dr. A. All right, party part three. Party part three. Yeah, so this is where we get Asher and Dagan talking to a, a masqueraded man who is essentially saying, I want to fuck Dagan in the ass. And Asher <laughs> is lying through <laughs> translation to Dagan, <laughs> essentially not making him privy to the fact that he's going to get fucked in the ass, yep. just saying, oh, this guy just wants to hang out with you. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's telling the guy that Dagan likes it as rough as possible, yeah. like to just fuck him hard. Asher's just a little... He He's just sour grapes. Back to the just... snake funny part. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, that's funny to me. Just yeah. so fucked up. Why? Not because... too funny to Dagan. No, Dagan, no. Just <laughs> sa- Dagan just saved his life. And okay, he got paid a little more so money. So messed but up. But now that's you're going to totally go get your boy banged in the ass. Well, I don't think that was going to be debatable anyway. But the way it happens yeah. could have been better. Okay, yeah, yeah. this is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't have a choice. Did you notice in the background, uh, uh, Barca just getting butt fucked? No, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I did. He's just in the it. background, just taking it. And then, dude, the first scene, as it's panning to the Asher and Dagan thing, like you get dangerously close to seeing like a full-on blowjob like scenario. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Like, that said, like yeah. you see like the head. Oh my god, man! They get crazy with what they're allowed to do on TV. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I really a, think that this is one of the most graphic shows yeah. that I've ever watched. Yeah. I think it has to be. Paul's Paul's description of the season was basically softcore porno. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely living up to it. Man, we could have used him on this episode of the. That is like a (laughs) huge. That felt like a huge turning point for Asher and Dagan, at least in terms of like. If I was Asher, why would you do that? Like, there's no way out of it now. Yeah, I mean, I guess you just blame it on the guy, who's about to bang him. Yeah, but like, if Dagan like goes and is like, you obviously lied to me. Yeah, like. I don't know. Well, Asher's yeah. not thinking like that. He's just thinking, fuck Dagan. Yeah. He got more coin. And respect. Yeah, I mean, no proof because he can't translate. He can't yeah. understand. So, yeah. Anyway, we get Salonius comes back to it. Good Salonius comes back to report on Tullius' presence and just says, yeah, he's only here just to rattle Quintus, I think. Like, he's just here to throw him off. Like, just kind of be a schemer. Just be here and fuck up. 
the house. I don't yeah. know. Well, he's not drinking. He's not fucking. Yeah they, yeah. they make a comment. He's not doing anything. Why is he here? Just hanging out. Um, and Gaia steps up and says, okay, I'll seduce him. I'll suck <laughs> your dick. I'll suck his dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> don't yeah. do it, guy. Yeah, don't do it, guy. But she does it. Okay, then, uh... we get, then we get Gaia and Tullius kind of like having a side in a, in a more private room. Uh, Tullius was saddened to find her without family once again when her husband passed. And they're doing the dance. Um, <laughs> yeah, essentially, Tullius, they start to kind of get into it and start fucking Tullius swears to never speak of the orgy to Titus if Gaia delivers a message to Quintus and Lucretia yeah I mean did you think I, right there? I, I, when they went into the room I was like she's yeah. dead she I mean literally I, I yeah, mean it was palpable yeah it, it was. and it's also the fact that she wasn't in the first season you knew like, like I, I was <laughs> she seeing well. I thought oh. that it was gonna be like as he's saying deliver the message, I thought he was on top of her getting ready to like stab her. Yeah. Like I thought it was gonna be right there that it happened. He was, well, he he was stabbing yeah, her. Yeah, yeah I mean, but um, yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, he I definitely just, stabbed her. He had to get his nut first, yeah. and then we. I mean, he's been wanting her since he was young, man. Yeah. 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 So let that happen. Okay. So from also, the rook character development, we, though, we didn't think that she was making it. Out no, of no, yeah, not at all. But for development, nice call. Did you guys, is there uh, some uh, Detective Doctori hats Detective. on top? You guys oh, we right from the back. These are yeah. definitely yes, the moments. Yeah. These are definitely moments when I want to have someone that watched it in the prequel into the first yeah. season order because as long as you cut off the first scene of the yeah. first episode, which yeah. ruins the end of the first season, right. definitely. it's something you can do. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely would be interesting to watch this season. It would be cool to get the raw season. emotions of what people think about Chris I mean, the first time it's around. It's tough because everything, like, everything feels like a callback but will you get that callback when you're watching like now you're gonna see it in season one where you're like oh that's from the prequel or like that's yeah. just like foreshadowing and yeah. like foreshadowing right, books right. but we're just doing it in the reverse exactly. so i think what you're trying to say is like it. you wouldn't they wouldn't be as satisfying because they're meant to be fan service right. if you have the knowledge of blood and right, sand. Right. So you wouldn't like pick up on the, but that's, like the but that's my argument be, is i think you know, that it almost would be like in a vacuum if this was the first season of a show like pretty good season we should it's only six yeah. episodes we gotta make kathleen and uh dave watch it in the we prequel. should the we problem should is they don't waste as much time setting up like titles and stuff because you they know that this is the second season you're watching so they don't like put yeah, this, you have to you're kind the of the only titles we get are like yeah. senator and then no one else really has a title there's yeah, rich. I mean, more like domino would be mm, doctor that true. stuff would be mm. a little bit more confusing because it's not as obvious like they're throwing it at your face and i stuff. think doctor would be and you'd then, learn what dominus is ludus yeah. lanista it, it yeah. can be done i mean people yeah. are smart it's just an interesting way to do it yeah it's kind of like i mean like you're doing right now jimmy what a a feast for crows yeah yeah, just, feast you know, for dragons. Oh yeah, feast for dragons yeah, rather. Dance of dragon, mm-hmm. feast for crows. They're you're just doing it mixed order, mm-hmm. how it should go chronologically. Which well, you know, if those books ever come out, that's probably what I'm gonna do. It's but, it's yeah. interesting because I didn't do it the other way. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyway, what I was gonna say about character development was that Tolius likes redheads. He yeah, does. He does. And that actually sparked something to me. Is that? <laughs> oh yeah, did it <laughs> sexually or just? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, is that has Lucretia ever worn worn? the the red hair this season yet i believe she's worn red earlier in the season i think she has one time i think she went to the markets one of the varus scenes she was in red she definitely has this season okay because i was wondering if literally she starts wearing it because as like a tribute to gaia well we'll Uh, see in uh five and six we'll see what happens well, I'm saying if she's already worn it, it doesn't matter then. Because I thought she started I'm wearing it. Yeah, but if she exclusively she has, right? wears it. Oh, she, she ex- no, she doesn't exclusively wear it in the first season. Uh, wait. 
because I have a feeling I can't I can't remember her wearing the red. So wait, you're asking if Lucretia wore it? Like in season oh, one? Oh, I thought you asked if Gaia ever wore it before. No, no, no. Gaia's worn it in yeah. this season multiple times. Yeah. And I'm oh, asking. Lucretia, I can't remember. That's what I'm saying. Is she, does Lucretia wear it as like a tribute to I was to very sure up until now you're really pushing me on it. And I, now I you're making whole, me question. Honestly, I'm I thought sure the whole has. point of the season is that she wasn't really ever wearing wigs. That's what I was just going to say. Brown hair, normal. Like when she, especially in the first episode when they're making her look young. Yeah. And I know she's doing it this episode too. I can't. I can't. She's remember. not wearing a wig. Yeah. At this point, right? In the and she didn't wear it in the first right. episode. But does she wear it? When so they I know go? she has in the second season. In season one, she definitely yeah, she has wears a them a lot. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if she hasn't worn any wigs yet. Then there, that's a good callback yeah. to wigs. doing it because of Gaia. Right. Because Gaia's done it multiple times. Yeah. We're just gonna say that it is. Yeah. Better we'll writing see. if okay. it is. Yeah. All in favor, say aye. 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 Right, okay. Cool. Yeah. Lucretia just chilling. Reddit correct us. Hair tied. Chilling with no, no makeup on. You don't have you to. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it as headcanon. <laughs> All right, so back in the villa main room, post-Gaia. It's the party ending. Petronius yeah. is on his way out. He says, I will send word to Quintus to discuss the opening games. Lucretia seems- brings up gladiators, though. Yeah, it yeah. seems like a favorable response. Yeah, Mission Petro- accomplished. Petronius basically. is leaving very happy and satisfied. Uh, looks like they might be able to secure a place in the opening games. Awesome. Uh, good Salonius says that he will wait for all the guests to leave. Uh, Lucretia says Gaia has like an insatiable appetite. It could be a while. He says, nah, I'll chill. Um, we do get a quick Diana, you know, miserable as fuck again yeah. scene where she makes, does she see, they make eye contact with Navia? Is that what happens? Huh? Yeah, she they're cleaning. With Navia yeah, and yeah. then she kind of just goes away. So yeah. a little more of a spiral. Um, and then Lucretia and Tullius kind of have this weird in- interaction where they're both just kind of feeling each other out. Tullius is being very cryptic. Yeah. Um, and also his, his entrance to the scene is weird because she is like thinking out loud and he finishes her thought, I think, as he walks yeah. out from behind the curtain. And it's like, look at this fucking guy. I thought like she sees like his guy too and she looks at him like I thought he was going to like the shit out of her or something wow. to send a message. I thought that too. Yeah, because yeah, they made a point that she she looks looked over up and saw yeah. his like goon. Yeah, he does in this scene like when he's talking to Lucretia, like that fake ass smile, like that yeah. super inflated smile. I, that made me just want to punch the screen so yeah. bad. Totally, it sucks for sure. Just because I knew, right? <laughs> I yeah. knew what they were about to walk into. Um, um, yeah, he essentially says my reply to Quintus is with Gaia. Like, go see to her. He walks out, um, and Lucretia is walking towards Gaia's chambers and then sees the red wig on the ground. Which she then takes as her own as a tribute. I would love if that's right, because I now that, that It makes today. a lot of sense that yeah. it would be right, yeah. so I, I'm going to say, okay, Reddit, fact check us. Yep. Yeah. We don't want to be bozos. But yeah, so she find, then she gets frantic and sees, walks in on Gaia with her head bashed in, bald, like. So sad. Yeah, dude. she's dead. It's it's unfortunate. RIP to a real one, I would say. Yeah. She's up there. and unfortunate things. She's up there with Varro and, and people that are just in heaven now. Yeah. With, <laughs> just in heaven. As OG. Varro's kicking it with his oh, wife true, right yeah. now. Well, he's not kicking it. He's probably he's accumulating his debt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's probably handling his gambling he's he's got his yeah, i was gonna say he's at the yeah. roulette table right yeah. now yeah. my boy spartacus is just killing it in oh three. spartacus is living his best life yeah, right yeah. Now, for sure with sarah oh, oh man yeah. boy okay so anyway yeah but lucretia is very very distraught about gaia being dead she is not living her best life is she? no, she's mm-hmm. not Mm-mm. so yeah that sucks guy is dead she's out of it kaput 
whatever. Uh, next, we have Lucretia, Titus, and Quintus, and they're just talking it out. Like they just returned from the Neapolis. Yeah. Like, unexpected. You know, Badiat is hoping that the party's done. Yeah. Ever the deed is the deed's finished. Like they accomplished their goal, and then obviously because of Tullius, like this whole thing happens. This is your parents coming home from a weekend Saturday night yep. instead of Sunday <laughs> yeah. night. And seeing your best friend, like, with his head in the toilet, yep. just puking up, house in absolute shambles. But even worse, because yeah, right. she's even dead. Worse because it's someone is dead. But I guess house. for Baba B, he doesn't give a shit that she's yeah. dead. It's yeah. that, it's that they, someone is dead, not They're Gaia just talking it out, and we get all of their intentions in the aftermath of Gaia dying. Lucretia wants blood. She yeah. has a great scene. She, she says, I, I aim at retribution, not you know anything else like what i want is revenge she says i claim vengeance yeah, yeah. you know because papa b says something to her like what do you want from me and or what do you he says do you want to grieve or something yeah. and she's like no i want retribution yeah, yeah. like lucretia is all on team fuck tullius as she has been because she's a great wife and her and Badiatis are the best and this is a little bit sad but when you know titus walks away to the balcony for another or whatever he just walks away and then like even even quintus like doesn't even offer any sympathy to lucretia he just like yeah she like looks for him and he kind of turns well which i mean he, he has should. to go he has to yeah. but he should i mean it's his fault too like yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. she didn't want to do this she yeah. said no he said yes and he goes all right, Lucretia, take care of this. So shit. true, yeah. You yep. know? Um, but then this is where we get a private conversation between Quintus and Papa B. Yeah, and let me say, not very private because she's just yeah. she's kind of yeah. like yeah. ten yeah. feet yeah. away. But I'm like, glad you he, said yeah. that. <laughs> and he just kind of demand he doesn't he doesn't demand he doesn't threaten to dissolve their marriage, but he says if you don't of your own desire dissolve the marriage, then you're you have to drop the family name and you're out of this house yeah. yeah you will make that choice yourself or be gone from this house with her yeah so gives him the ultimatum and that just that told me that papa b is dead yep i agree nope and then yeah. this this leads to the next scene of lucretia going out onto the balcony for the last time and seeing guy as they're about to throw her off the cliff yeah you know? titus says the story is going to be she drank too much and fell off the cliff right. she so was known to do they're about mm, to douche. hurl her off the cliff she's oh what an awful she death a she's, little bold. she's um, like bald. she's bald bloodied and like it's just not the end i wanted for gaia but this end scene i thought was i got hype after because after she you know they throw her off sad r.i.p guy forever then they kind of go to lucretia and her face is going from like desperately sad to starting to like you know she's starting to tighten up her face the music starts going and then like it's just like hype like revenge is coming um and then that's the end yeah all right so i want to amend something really quickly because i just said that he doesn't care that guy is dead he cares that someone's dead it's a hybrid because he cares that because she's a roman Okay. Yeah, he comes yeah. back and he's like, and there's a dead Roman. Right. And like right. that's obviously terrible. Yeah, because if it was Ganicus, he wouldn't have cared. Like a slave. Like if Ganicus, yeah. you know. Yeah, because you can easily just say, like, yeah, yeah. You know. All right. We so I have a question for the vets and some and a question for my fellow rook. I guess we'll go vets first. Luke, if anyone has listened to season one or season one. Oh yeah, season one of our pod. Um, everyone knows that you love Sura. Mm-hmm. So let's do Sura or Gaia. Pick one. Sir's looks. <laughs> I love Guy's personality, but and Sarah's like super religious and stuff. Huh? One, missing one, a lot of boxes. One, one <laughs> gun to your head. 
which one would you want to yeah. What are we talking here? Mary. Mary. Mary, yeah. yeah. Like your partner. I'm marrying Gaia. Let's get it. We're going to have a fun opium life. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Gaia or Mira? Wow. You Ooh, changed I the thought I was getting Gaia. Fast. Mira. Okay. That was, Only that was easier for you than, yeah. I have, I'm basing that off of series knowledge. Okay. As well, so. Okay. All right. Now, Brian, if we're going to go ahead and say that we think Papa B's dead, do you think it's going to be Body Otis or Lucretia that takes kills him? Whoa, great question. It's going to be Body Otis, though. Okay. I think I think like it's got to be the son. That, yeah. That in very dramatic fashion, it's going to be Body Otis kills his dad. Okay. It has to yeah, be. that'll be a scene. Yeah, right, that cool. trying to think of anything I can question like, would compare to that. No, in terms of like a son killing his father, like a child killing their parent, like that. Immediately, my mind goes to Monty killing his mom in The 100, which was horrific. Mm, yeah. Just watched so, that recently. Yeah, that would be, yeah. I mean, Body yeah. Otis taking down spoiler. his dad would be so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not that big of a spoiler. Uh, any any hot questions you want to put in front of them before this? Because this is, this it. is it. This is the last yeah. time they're going to be able to predict. Oh, crap. True. Yeah. yeah. Episode 6. Now nah, you called me with cock and ass. Dude, you get... <laughs> Episode six yes. <laughs> has oh my god! Episode six has one of the best. I'm, I'm done. It's so yeah, good. Episode six done. is so fucking good. Though. We good to end the pod right I think there. We're good. I, th- I think we touched on yep. this good enough. Um, guys, as always, we're going to be continuing our binge with us Rooks and Vets series as we progress through Spartacus, Gods of the Arena. Next up, we'll be covering episodes five and six, entitled Reckoning and The Bitter End, respectively. If you're not caught up yet, be sure to go back and listen to our Binge With Us series covering Spartacus, Blood, and Sand. This, of course, is the prequel series that we're covering right now. As always, if you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our show on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thanks for listening. We love you guys.